Oh, okay. I'm recording now. Now you can be funny. You know that song by... No, I don't. Oh, okay. Cool. The MGMT song, uh, Time to Pretend. It starts off their album. Wait, is it MA3? Oh, shit. I, you're saying so many things, and I MGMT. don't know. MGMT. They're two, like, rock bands. Anyway, one of them has a song, and start. I think it's MGMT. Dear listener, write in and correct me, but it's called <laughs> no Time to... No one's going to know this niche reference. I swear to you, you know this song. Okay. I promise you. Okay, I actually But it's called Time you. to Pretend, and it's basically like, uh, you know... Their their shows, their rock shows, uh-huh. are just like them pretending. They don't like actually like this. They're uh-huh. just pretending. Sure. And that's what we're doing. We're rock stars on this here podcast. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> I don't know about you, but I'm feeling pretty funky fresh right now. I'm I'm glad one of us is, TVH, and I guess it has to be you. If you weren't feeling funky and fresh and you were feeling like regular, we the IQ in the room, the <laughs> collective average IQ, through the floor. I mean, mine's already. Excuse me. It's pretty low. Also, hiccup. I'm burp. crushing a diet Pepsi down here. Oh I went and got man. some Taco Bell tonight because I'm stressed. Oh, and you're gonna be gassy as fuck. I'm on my period and I wanted Taco Bell. Really, the most important reason I got Taco Bell is because I wanted it. I don't really need well, yeah. the other reasons. Sure. But there they are. They're stacked. The reasons, the reasoning for Taco Bell, stacked. So I I went to Taco Bell the other day and uh, the one by me. Always has like the taco sign. They have the they have the Taco Bell sign off, and they have oh like, a lot we of the, have the same Taco Bell now. Yes, yes, that was where I was tonight. It's, it's always and I was like, off. are y'all closed? Exactly, they do that so that people think they're closed. <laughs> I drove around the build, like I circled the building, and I was like, the lights inside are on, and oh, the sign there. is off. Like, are you open or or not? You know they, what I mean? They do that. Very, I've talked to one of the kids that works there. He's this super stoned, like 16, 17-year-old or they something. They all are. Right. And uh, <laughs> they get in the drive-thru. Uh, I asked him. I was like, are you all closed? He's like, no, nah, we just don't really turn the lights on. <laughs> I was like, That's fair. I was like, is that so that people Sick. don't drive up? He goes, it might be. <laughs> <laughs> it might be. I was like, honestly, great strategy. And then, so he then went to make my food with the other person that was there. Best Taco Bell I've ever had. Yeah. Oh, that Taco Bell right there, the one that is. They know what's up. It is gas. It's so good. They like take their, t- it's because they're all high. I feel it's like most Taco Bell employees are high, but like these guys <laughs> are just on cloud nine. Constantly. And so they like, they, it takes a little bit longer because I think they're like really doing something, trying to spread the ingredients oh, out yeah. evenly and wrap it perfectly and package it up nicely. <laughs> they really take their time. It's an it's art form. Good. Uh, yep. I really appreciate it. Agreed. Um, can I tell you something that you're going to love? Always. So I put a poll on the season three, episode five, Revenge of the Replacements. Okay. Uh, I put a poll up, that, and the question I asked was, based on what you have heard so far, do you think Eli is a himbo? Oh, right. I remember and it was this. The answer, I mean, it's yes or no question. It was actually, that's not true. It said, yeah, girl, and no, girl. <laughs> Those were the options. <laughs> um, yeah, girl is winning. Oh, hey. First of all. And it has the <coughs> percentage of votes that it Tell has. Tell me it's 69. It's 69. Tell me that shit's 69. Yeah. 69% of people who voted Yay. say that Eli is, in fact, a himbo. Honestly, could not have asked for better results from that. That's well, so also much because you're than... a himbo and you can't do math, so you couldn't because you'd, you literally, like, actually couldn't ask for anything better. You're, you know what I mean? You're telling me 69 is not the highest number? Um. Also, we got a, an email. 
Yes. From Britt, who is a longtime listener, longtime Instagram follow. What's up, Britt? When I took the hiatus, the infamous hiatus, and uh, she uh, Instagram messaged me oh, how sweet. a handful of times and was like, you know, not handful. That sounds a little dramatic. Like maybe twice. And was like, you know, totally understand, support you, all the things. It was very Hell yeah. It made me very happy. Wait, is Britt from London? Um, I don't think so. Well, her name's Brit. The, the email's not written in an English accent. So oh, it's not Britain. So. It's probably Brittany. Oh, it's, I, it is Brittany. It is. Her email name is Brit, but I know who she is. Hello, governor. Because she follows us on, and she's like been like the third Instagram follower. Like she was Dang. Like an OG. She's an OG. Yeah, she's been through it. That's, if you made it through the hiatus, yeah, I, this is me one. giving you a kiss on the forehead. Thank you. Also kind of upset she hasn't cyberbullied me. That's wild. She's too nice. Oh. The OGs don't want to cyberbully. That's a new wave thing. But also the The, peop- the grassroots movement of the pyramid is just like watching people enjoy what they have built. You're standing on the shoulders of very kind and patient giants. You know what I mean? I love the that. The new listeners. Anyway, her email. Hi, Amanda <laughs> and Eli. This is Brittany. I have a... <laughs> Not Britain. Not right, Britain. Well. Brittany. Great Britain. I have a bone to pick with you oh, because I have sent an email and I love listening to you guys because I last episode was like, people need to engage more. People need to email us more. I love it when you email. And she's like, bitches, I am emailing you. Hell yeah. She said, I'm not being mean, LOL. I just like you guys and feel like I've also been listening since the beginning because she has. Um, you are the reason I'm creating my own podcast. That's very exciting. And I want to say in all caps, I love you guys. Okay, I'm done. Please don't stop with your podcast. Because then I will knife emoji Eli, LOL. Yay! <laughs> Love you guys. Sincerely, Brittany. Please Thank don't you, stop the podcast. Bum, 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 okay, bum, come on, Rihanna. What a topical reference for someone of your age. Oh, my God. Isn't Rihanna older than me? No, Rihanna is timeless. Tell, okay. Rihanna. That's true. Rihanna has literally never aged. How old is she, though? You know what else has never aged? The sound of an air horn. <laughs> 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 Roll the intro! Oh, Oh, God. (laughs) Okay. How old old is Rihanna? You can do do the thing. I'm looking up how old Rihanna is. Do the thing. Okay, I'm going to do the thing. Here we go. Ready? Yeah. Welcome back to the Pyramid, guys, gals, and non-binary pals. My name is Amanda. I am your host every single freaking week, except for the weeks that I'm not. And I'm dipshit. I mean, Eli, the participation (laughs) trophy of (laughs) co-hosts. And welcome. (laughs) Welcome back to this shit show. Okay, how old is Rihanna? Look it up, Grandpa. She's two years older than I am. Yeah, she's 35 years old. She is eternal. She's yeah, eternal. She is just She's she the like queen. Halle Berry. Yes. Just, and Janelle Monet. They have found sure. the fountain of youth. Yeah, I need to yeah. I need to yeah. ask them what's up with that. Oh, can I I need to give a quick shout out actually to my cousin Colin. He has started a nonprofit organization. Oh, Bestie Colin. Uh, on I am on the board of directors actually, <gasps> but he's Oh my god. Yeah. That's so exciting. To yes. fight what? Uh, or so for what? It's called Pubs for Paws. And uh, everyone should go like follow it and do all the things That's really because cute. Uh, I'm gonna sip this I will, water down I will, by Pepsi. Yeah, I will. Here, I let me make sure I'm doing the thing. I'm gonna read. Hello, home. The only thing wrong with Taco Bell is that it's Pepsi and not Coke Company. Anyway, continue. Uh, that is brutal. Um, all right, so 
The Pubs for Paws mission is to benefit and provide advocacy for animal adoption and welfare through the bar, taproom, brewery, distillery, winery, and local communities. Basically, the goal is to, like, help out pets, get them spayed and neutered, get them adopted, Mm -hmm. things like that. Uh, And through, like, the selling of beer and selling of merch and things like that. that. Yeah, That's very exciting. Follow, shouts out, all the things. Pubs for Paws. That's very cute. It is a brand new deal, so... I love that. Uh, just go, like, fuck around with the website, and if something's wrong, tell Colin about it, and he'll get it fixed. <laughs> tell Eli about yeah, it. Yeah, tell it to and me. And Eli will then tell Colin. I will then forward that message to Colin. <laughs> and let him know. <laughs> yeah, I want to make sure we get all the bugs out, but, uh, yeah, if you got a couple bucks sitting around and you want to help out some dogs and cats... Like Liza over here. Liza is living her best life. She doesn't. She's need any sitting help. like on top of the couch cushion in between Eli who, and I, who are sitting on either side of the couch. I've never seen her this relaxed around someone who's not me. Like straight up, bro. She's loafing. She is. Her uh, eyes are kind of like closed, but like kind of rolling back a little bit because she's asleep. Yeah, she's out. She's out like a light. You're doing great, sweetheart. <sighs> Thank you. Um, not you, the cat. <laughs> no, I needed that. I'm gonna internalize that. Okay, dope. Um, okay, are you ready to talk about your pyramid of life? My God, am I? Son, what do you have on the bottom of your pyramid? So the bottom of my pyramid. You're smushing that couch cushion. Yeah. Chill out. Smushing the cushion. That is, ew, I hated that. Don't, yeah, okay. This is a a nice couch. It could be. This is a nice ass couch. This is a nice ass couch. Ass couch. Yeah, I knew you were going to say that. Because you have two jokes. Anyway, continue. I do. Yes, it's that one, and that was my nickname in college. <laughs> oh. Those are my two favorites. Oh, yeah. And the, like, super whatever. I can't or take the not super, general, general. I can't take whatever. credit for the saluting general and major That's from and stuff. How I Met Your Mother. It's not, that's not where I heard it, but everyone does know it from, yeah, from that. that. So, so, whatever. <laughs> anyway, the bottom of my pyramid is uh, body shaming. Oh, um, okay, period. Go off, King of the Lives. I uh, <laughs> I think we've talked a good deal about this. In particular, like, you know, a lot of comments about bodies have been made on the show Dance Moms. And we're going to get a lot of them in this episode. Yep, and you and I have discussed this a bit uh, just between the two of us. Um, I think it is it is difficult, and we've talked about them, though, in particular with, like, weight or like someone's level of attractiveness. And I have heard recently, like those are still like probably the most common forms of body shaming, but I yes. also want to bring to light a couple that I've like seen happen recently. Okay. Fortunately, not to me. Um, but someone was shamed recently that's close to me about like baldness. And it's like, y'all, men cannot help that. It like male pattern baldness that just happens. It is a genetic thing. Let's, not shame people who have like thinning hair or are balding. I know it's an easy target, but let's not do that. I love making fun of a baldy. I know you do. I'm a recovering hater ass bitch. Sorry. Continue. Right. But that is still body shaming. No, you're right. That they have no control over. I try to only do it to people who suck. Right. But that'd be like (laughs) calling. So that'd be like, Making fun of Abby for being fat because she right, sucks. Exactly. Being exactly. bald is not a it has bad nothing thing. To do. Being yeah. fat is not a bad thing. No, that it's is true. not something to be it's made true. fun of. Um, You're right. But then also height. Like we love <gasps> I hate that. It's it's great to like we stand short kings. However, inherently in saying that, you're bringing attention to something that a lot of people that I know that are shorter don't like about themselves. 
And so, like, even though you're like, we love a short king, like, it's okay, but maybe they don't love that they are a quote-unquote short king. So that's something to just, like, be mindful about, I guess. Interesting. So are you saying that this – did this happen to someone, like, in front of you? Are you thinking yes. of, So are you saying – I'm just asking for clarity. I'm not trying to dunk No, you're you. good. Do you think that, that the, the issue lies in people pointing it out and saying, no, but it's okay that you're this way. We think you're cute this way. Because the I have also whoops I've also heard that the that the comment about like always bringing up men's height kind of like infantilizes them and makes them feel like a child like oh you're so cute and small well you just used the word cute actually I don't, yeah. I'm sure that was intentional yes, but like but that like, is oh a you're thing. cute yes. like whatever yes so it's not that you shouldn't it's just like maybe not not talk about it all the time right um I yeah and so like like being short for a man is often viewed as like being like less negative. of a man right um, yeah women are often uh like taller women are sometimes shaped for being man-like right, exactly no no, no. and like she's short, just tall short men are like girls and like tall or, women like are like boys dudes. yeah they're yeah. like yeah short men are like little boys or whatever right. that's not the case right um and so i i i think that we need to like do better with body positivity. That's the wrong, I've said the wrong thing. I'm getting ahead of myself. We need to do better about not body shaming in like all facets. Yeah. And do better about body positivity and body neutrality, whichever works for you. I was just talking to, shout out to Ray from Girl Lunch. I was just talking to her about this today, about body neutrality. Mm -hmm. That like, I have a body and that's, that's it. My body is the it's, least interesting thing about me. Because she's she's like five ten, five eleven, like five ten probably. She's like tall for a woman. Yeah. Um, and that doesn't matter. That doesn't make her more or less of a woman. Who, no, who cares? Who gives a shit? And so, um, she and I were talking about this a little bit today. That like it is a very difficult thing to grapple with. That like my body is my body, and that's all. Like it just transport me. It transports me as a person from yep. place to place. Yeah. It allows me to act upon the things that are in my head, which are far mm-hmm. more important. Yeah. The fact that I'm five two or six two does not matter. The fact True. that I am 150 or 350 pounds does not matter. That doesn't True. make me any more or less of a person. Um, T. And so yeah, I the bottom of the pyramid is when when body shaming happens, uh, obviously, but it's it needs to be. We need to pay attention to it. Yeah. In in a wider range of uh, facets. Yeah. I agree. Cool. Love that. Um, my bottom of the pyramid is finding out that a celebrity that you like is problematic. Yup. I found out yup. this last week that a celebrity I like is problematic. Who? It makes me sad. It's probably not anybody that you've ever... It's not a huge celebrity. Curtis Connor, his best friend. Oh, yeah. I was going to say you have not his poster him. literally above me and on And his the best wall. friend is literally on that poster. That's a bummer. And it just sucks because like I was... <laughs> I don't know if you can imagine this, but I was feeling stressed and anxious the other day. What? Yeah, you? Me? Never. That's weird. Um, and I was going to pull up a series that Curtis Connor and his bestie Dean did like on his channel like a couple years ago because it's part of my comfort media and I have it saved in a playlist of comfort videos on YouTube sure. and they were gone. And I was like, that's really weird. And I like searched like Curtis Connor, Dean Hebsher, Bestie Picks Bay. And I was like, where are these videos? And they were gone. What were you going to say? I was going to say they were taken down. They were taken down. And I was like, that is bad. That's bad news. If, if it's, if it was there and these were old ass, like this was like three, four years ago videos. They are gone. I was like, fuck. And so 
I can't remember where, I guess I probably opened TikTok first and searched like Curtis Connor, Dean Hebsher, just like see what popped up. And it was a woman talking about pictures of Dean that have surfaced of him doing what? What do problematic white men get canceled for in America? Like literally every day. Oh God, a lot of things. Uh, if, if there's a picture, what's he doing in that oh, picture? Oh, sending a dick pic. No, he's oh. doing blackface. Oh Jesus Christ! He's doing, and I'm not, and not blackface. He is. It's a Halloween costume. He is going. I don't know who, what, like caricature of a person he believes himself to be in this moment. But he, it doesn't matter. He has fully like painted his body black and like or brown to like impersonate the caricature of what white people think black people are. Why would you it is, do that? I think, I didn't really look into it because I don't really care what the purpose of the picture was. I think he is supposed to be like, quote unquote for Halloween, like quote unquote dressing up as a rapper. But like, it is like, it, I, it, those pictures like took me out of my body. They are insane to look at like how did someone do this what is going on this is crazy there was a oh there was a time when there was another celebrity who recently got canceled um and people thought that she was doing blackface at a concert because she had like dark paint on her face it later on came out that that's not what was happening she had just done a bit in one of her comedy specials about the the musical wicked and she had just painted her face green oh, to be the Wicked Witch of the West and sure. was doing a costume change. And so she had green paint on her face. And it's like, oh, I can kind of see in this photo how maybe somebody would interpret that as blackface. Given the context, it's not. She was impersonating the Wicked Witch of the West. The paint is green. Whatever. Great. Dean Hebsher, face, neck, arms. It is wild wild it's crazy it's it is like it's not funny i'm i am like kind of giggling because it's the most absurd thing i've ever seen in my life that's yeah that is just it's like, like i wish I, like, I, I don't know it's crazy to me i, I wish we'd had video for this because i now want to see what my face <laughs> looked like when you said that shit to me it, your face did what my face did i was so sad like but like I'm That's not so I don't really wild. want to get into it because we don't have the time and it doesn't matter because there's just no nuance to this at all. I when Curtis Connor came through and he spoke to me from the stage, this is a story that I'll never get tired of telling because it's the best one of the best moments of my entire life. <coughs> Dean, so it was, Curtis was like obviously the main act, and then his besties Dean and Jacob were his openers, and it was Dean first, then Jacob, then Curtis. Curtis is funny. He has, like, gone to school to, like, do comedy. He has worked hard at stand-up. He has – he's amassed, like, 8 million um, subscribers on YouTube. He's a really big yeah. platform. Sure. Jacob, his other best friend, that's not Dean, is also very funny. His platform's a little bit smaller, but Jacob survived brain cancer. And Jacob loves to make fun of and clown on – him having cancer. That's kind of his like <laughs> thing. You know what I mean? Like okay. Curtis's thing is like, is just like social commentary sort of things. And also like dunking on himself and like that kind of like self-referential, like Danny Gonzalez, Drew Gooden kind of shit. And he was a part of their tour beforehand. And then he became super famous by yeah. himself. And then he had his two best friends from childhood, Jacob and Dean. And he brought them into his like sphere of influence. 
Jacob has a great platform. He loves to talk about his brain cancer and like, he'll find like a cringy ass, like influencer on TikTok and be like, you're making my cancer come back. It's very like, he does that shit a lot. Jesus. Dean opened before Jacob and Dean was not funny. I remember seeing him and being like, I'm like uncomfortable because no one's laughing because you're not funny. It was Damn. really strange. And so I would like to recommend if anybody in our very like specific corner of the internet has any interest in this story at all, there is a YouTuber whose name is Duncan Castner. His YouTube name is Kunkin Dastner. So it's like K-U-C-A-N-D-A-S-T-N-E-R. Um, he has an hour and a half deep dive into this whole situation that was really helpful for me because I didn't know this, but like out of the the videos that I really liked, out of it, like the premise of the videos that I really liked were Seventeen Magazine created this really cringy series called Bestie Picks Bay where like a best friend like basically like picks a date for their friend based on like answering questions and stuff. And Dean and Curtis made a bunch of videos about that series, like kind of clowning on how ridiculous it is. Seventeen invited Dean and Curtis to be on an episode because Dean is like the perpetually single friend. Wonder why. And they go on and (laughs) Curtis picks a woman for Dean, like one of the contestants. Dean and this girl start like filming and texting and like dating. And she releases like a couple months later, texts of him like harassing and bullying her and like being a dick. So, like, that happened. I had no idea that that had been going on until I saw Kunkin Dastner's um, video about all of this. The blackface stuff is, like, it is it is wild. I cannot express to you how fucking crazy it is. And then, like, Jacob, it was taken from a, ha- the picture was taken from a Halloween party when they were all in high school. And Jacob is in the photo with Dean. And so Jacob's now had to, uh, rightfully so, be like, hey, I'm in the photo. I deserve, like, or you all deserve to hear an apology and an explanation from me. I'm in high school in this photo. I really, I don't know shit. I, I don't know fuck I about don't know shit. Fuck about shit. But I should have noticed that that was bad, and I should have called him out, and I didn't. And Curtis's apology to everybody was like, "I knew that Dean did this, and I gave him a platform, and like that wasn't fair, and I shouldn't have done that." And he. Jacob and you were supposed to go on tour together. Oh, he performed in Nashville like two nights ago. I think you told me that. And yeah. Jacob uh, went on the tour by himself. Damn. But he like cut Dean off the tour. It was just the two of them and he cut him out. So, it, but it just sucks because it's like, you know, he wasn't that funny and like his content was not that good in my personal, you know, who gives a fuck what I have to say. But like in my personal opinion, he wasn't that funny. But like that poster's on my wall and he's in that poster. And like yeah. I gave him money by being on this tour or like take, buying a ticket. And I love Curtis Connor. I would like take a bullet for that man. And so it bums me out that like I, by supporting him, I may have supported a racist. I'm like, God damn it. Like why? And one of the, one of the great points, uh, there were the, the video of the deep dive by Kunkin Dastner has a lot of great points. But one of them is about, like, at what point are you responsible for someone else's actions? Great point. Never thought about it. He talks about the fact that not everyone's ever done blackface. And so people saying, oh, everybody was different. Or, everybody did it was a different time is just factually inaccurate. Like, it's it's a really good deep dive, but it just makes me really fucking sad. Yeah, it is a bummer Ugh, to stop, see, like... Stop being problematic. Knock people, it off. Yeah, people that... Um, 
you like once maybe not even admired just like enjoyed yeah like um tangentially from afar I've i thought got, he was cool yeah like i i i really like louis ck oh very oh. funny john mulaney oh. very funny i yeah. i've heard i've been told he's problematic i've he is problematic how. but they're i mean like um, but it's like this it's like but people they it. all are yeah and it's it's very tough yeah and it's not anyone's responsibility to like remove the artist or whatever from separate the art from the artist yeah from what from who they are or whatever yeah. you know like what they do from who they are um and so like if if you like really get a, if you still enjoy louis ck fine if you really are disgusted by Louis C.K. and cannot listen to him whatsoever, fine. It's if you're able to make that distinction and still like, okay, I still enjoy his stand-up comedy. I think he's a piece of shit or whatever. Um, then I think either one is is okay. I'm not here to tell you how to like enjoy things that bring you joy. I I don't know. I don't know. It's just it's it's, it's hard. a shitty feeling. Yeah, it's a really shitty feeling. And like those videos that I it just like even on a surface level. Those videos that I really enjoyed are gone. Yeah. Bare minimum, sucks. I'm like, I, I need to re-upload. Someone, of those, someone out there has re-uploaded those. I just have to find them. Oh, my God. Damn, that really sucks. That really sucks. Middle of the pyramid for you. Elijah. Dating. 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 I, so, I'm going to just let you go. Yeah. I, I so, um, <laughs> I'm not in any sort of serious relationship whatsoever. Except um, with me, because we have a podcast together. Okay, yeah. Um, <laughs> and with Pat, shout out to Patrick, um, <laughs> who just got married, bestie Patrick. Yeah, but not we to know, Eli. We know who the real love of his life is. Come we on all now. know. It's okay. um, yeah, I love you, Leah. Yeah, <laughs> I, just, I talked to them for like an hour on the phone earlier today. <laughs> oh, I love them. Um, but dating is just very hard. I, you know, uh, just at, on a base level. Um, having to like find new things out about a person and uh-huh. remember them. Yeah. And you're like, okay, so when's your birthday? How many siblings oh, do you have? Oh, where did you grow up? Oh, where are your parents from? Like, it's just so, it's exhausting. And that's yeah. not to say like those things don't matter about no, the other no, no, person. No, 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 no. Of course they do. It's Obviously. just like, dude, I've done this so many times. How many more times am I going to, it, it sucks. It feels redundant and, yeah. and, and, <laughs> draining then i get i so shout out to girl lunch i get to hear some of the single ones and like the shit that they deal with from men oh what men why and so i (laughs) just like i'm not gonna name names or like specific things that have happened i might get i might tell you when we're not recording (laughs) please because i don't want to you know i I have to know shout anyone out or dox anyone or whatever anything in between but the the shit they're going through, it's fucking exhausting. Oh it's yeah, it's just so it's tiring. Crazy. Like, <clears throat> excuse me. One of them thought like, oh, this is going well. Uh, the guy I've been talking to, like, you know, there's probably not a future in it, but we're having fun for right now. And then he's gonna be he's he's moving elsewhere soon. We'll enjoy it until then. And then he fucking he was just a shitty person yep. before that. He, he couldn't even last. He couldn't even wait it out. He couldn't even wait another uh-uh. week. He couldn't even wait to get benched. To, yeah, he was to, like, I quit. Yeah, <laughs> it was a whole deal. And so one of my friends and coworkers was just like, uh, nah, bitch. And then that was like, the. it, it just sucks. It looks so tiring. The look it's on awful. her face was exhaustion. Yeah. And it, it's, it fucking, it sucks, man. Yeah. It's, so. It's I feel for ass. them. They're the ones that are like really going out and trying to date and do the thing. I like to stay out. I don't have dating apps or anything. Well, I, you don't need them. 
I You're too hot and charismatic. You don't need a dating app. People like you don't need them because A, you're a dude, so you can go talk to a stranger not worry oh, about I don't like doing fucking that at all. murdered. Oh, that's right, a but good it's not point. for a safety I can. reason. I can't. You can if you want to and you choose not to. Oh, I don't want to. Women or people like me who grew up ugly and still perceive them to perceive themselves to be ugly, Dear not listen, saying girl lunch. I'm talking about myself. Yeah. Have to. Sometimes. Girl lunch is a bunch of hotties. I believe that. I absolutely believe that. They have hot girl energy just from what I've heard. <laughs> but like you don't have to use them because you have the option of just hitting on a stranger and not worrying about getting fucking murdered in the parking lot. You're right. If you say no to someone. You're right. And the apps are ass. Yes, they Listener, are. Listener, if you don't know this, Eli and I live in Nashville, Tennessee, whoop, whoop. which is the country music capital of the world and is colloquially known as Music City. It is also in a nauseatingly Republican state. And if you don't know what a Republican is, don't look it up. They suck. <laughs> Republicans for our out of the states <laughs> listeners, if and we have a lot of people from the UK, they're the Tories. Okay, it's the same fucking the, thing. The conservatives, yeah, they're ass. And if you live in Nashville and are not looking to date a Republican ass cowboy, it's terrible. It's the options are like the pickings are slim. It seems I, so. It's so well, especially slim. among men. I feel like oh. You wouldn't even like, it's literally like if I download a dating app, I open it and get sad immediately. <laughs> the first motherfucker who's like holding a dead fish. I'm like, I, you know what? Maybe single forever is my truth and my journey. Erica's laughing her ass off right now. I, why? Okay. This is my thing. <laughs> oh yeah. Have Here we a, go. Have a hobby. Dear listener, she just sat up. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, have a hobby. I don't give a fuck. If your hobby is fishing or killing animals for sport, I do, sorry, hot take. I don't care. I don't care. Have a hobby. Who gives a fuck? This is my hobby. Some people probably think this shit's weird. Have a hobby. I don't care. If you are putting together, if you're scrolling through your iPhone 6, looking for the best pictures of yourself to put on the internet for strangers to see for the specific purpose of mating and compatibility, and your best foot forward is holding a dead animal. That's what you bring to the table. That is your fucking cream of the crop. Is you holding something that has no life in its eyes at your hands? Jail. Yeah. Straight to jail, prison. My best photographically evident quality is death, jail, prison. Federal I, prison. I, and I want an apology handwritten with tears. And $5,000 cash. <laughs> and $5,000 cash in my mailbox. Handwritten apology with tears and $5,000 in my mailbox. That's crazy. I hate that shit. I think, honestly, it, I'm it's I'm getting too, worked up. I'm getting sweaty. <laughs> I think it's a couple of things. The dead fish thing really cracks me up, it's too. So I think it's a, gross. It's a, well, it's a couple of things. It's one, they don't actually have real hobbies, and that's it. Like, I can stick a pole in the I water. I don't care. Go that's, fishing. Who gives Yeah, a I'm not fuck? knocking fishing. A lot of people like fishing. It's just an it's excuse fine. to sit on a boat and drink beer. Great. Uh, yeah, great. Knock it, yourself if out. If you competitively fish, also, that's knock great. yourself out. That's great. Love that for you. But- I think that it's it's partially because like a lot of these men specifically do not have like actual personalities or hobbies or anything. But I think it's also like this caveman shit where it's like trying to demonstrate value. <laughs> it's like a cat bringing home a dead yeah. bird. 
just like, look what I've done for yeah. you. I killed this thing and for this, you. Th- and this the fuck hillbilly named Caleb is holding up his <laughs> fish. He's like, look what I did. It is, it is honestly, truly, like, very disheartening and saddening to be like, oh, that guy's really actually kind of cute. Oh, I like his prompt. Oh, whatever. Scroll picture of a dead animal. Swipe left. Gone. Immediately dry. I can't. Like, I, it's just like, yeah, the basement not flooded. You know what I mean? No. I have flood insurance, and for what? You know what I mean? <laughs> for what? For what? When I live in the desert, for what? You know? And let me tell you, me living in this city, uh-uh, desert, desert. Or the alternative is that they think they're too cool because they're a musician or they're a whoever, whatever. I'm like, listen, another uh, newsflash. If you live in... <laughs> If you live in Nashville and you have songwriter as your job, you can just put unemployed. <laughs> I'm just kidding. That's not true. I know a lot of dedicated songwriters who are gainfully employed from that career. I'm just kidding. But what, but what I am what I am very serious about. The joke is still funny, though. Thank you. What I am very serious about is that you listing songwriter as your occupation, you and every other bitch. You, everybody here is a songwriter. This is Music City, baby. I don't know what to tell you. We have a city that is federally known as Music Row. That's like the street name. So, like, I don't really know what you're playing at. You know what I mean? It's just, like, it's so stupid to me. And if people want to talk about Pick Me Girls. We need to have a conversation about Pick Me Boys, okay? Yep. We're like, I'm a singer-songwriter. I'm this. I'm that. I love that journey for you as a creative person, as a person who, like, literally loves music so much it's, like, stupid. I love that you love that, but what I don't love is you thinking you're different from other boys. <laughs> We're burping at the same time. <laughs> that was a simultaneous... We're syncing up. That was I, you oh, are every other bitch in this city by being like, I'm a hipster, I write songs. Girl... Write songs and just leave it at that. But don't act like you're special. You're in a band and so is everybody else. You know what I mean? You are a white guy with a podcast and it's not about to be on your dating profile, right? I don't have a dating Oh, that's right. You profile. don't need them because you don't that's need them. That's not what I'm saying. I just do not have apps. Yeah, okay, whatever. Not anymore. You're adding the narrative. <laughs> yeah, whatever. It's it's very frustrating. Dating in general is ass, and just like the meeting the new person, like yeah. rotation, that part ass. Specifically, the dating, dating apps were terrible. Yeah, dating terrible. in general is bad. It's from what I've seen, dating for women is far worse oh than dating God. for men. It's all just frustrating and it sucks. And yeah, yeah. But I was about to say, wait, how's this the middle and not the bottom? I kind of buried the lead there, but. Hmm. Sometimes you really meet great people. Yeah, whatever. And sometimes you have a lot of fun. Whatever. And sometimes, like, even if it's not something that's, like, destined for the future or whatever, like, hey, you go on a few dates and, hey, it just doesn't work out. Like, you still went on a few dates and that's cool. Maybe you had you, some, like, laughs. You learned and, something about yourself probably. Yeah. yeah. I Actually, yes. Um, yeah. Anytime that I've ever, like, actually gone out with someone for, like, a, an extended period of time, like, over the span of a few weeks or whatever, I always end up, like, realizing something about myself or like yeah. uh, like making a fun new memory or whatever, sure. um, and so that's nice. Yeah, most no, of dating is bad, real. but there are little nuggets of like joy and and. I do good like the learning learning things about myself part. Definitely. I feel like even if it's not a long term thing, like you're saying, like even a one off thing 
or whatever. It's always, and it teaches me things about the people around me. Like yes. when I like, am like, Oh, I think I'm going to go on a date with this person. And my friends are like, Oh, do you need someone to go with? Like, do you mean to like also be at that restaurant and sit in the back, and make sure you don't get McMurdered like that. <laughs> is that where you get killed by uh, Ronald McDonald? So that is a thing that I can't stop saying that my friend Jamie used to say when we worked together in the summer of, wait for it, 2017. Oh. It goes even further back. Not the they worst used to year talk, of your life. They used to talk about getting McMurdered, and I don't know why, but I picked it up, and I can't stop saying it. That's anyway, incredible. it doesn't matter. I Like, that kind of stuff of, like, meeting a, you know, whatever, but, like, my bestie's going to sit in the back, and, like, that's a core memory. Or I have a friend who is who has been who is getting out of a situationship. And there was a moment in a parking lot recently, which is like where all the best conversations happen, uh, you know, amongst like a squad of friends where you're all leaving. Yeah. And it's like, oh, and you're like digging around the parking lot. Stand there for an hour. That's the best. Absolutely. And it's a circle of women screaming about this man who none of us have ever met except this (laughs) one. This one friend is having a bad situationship and we're all like, we would literally, when we see him, it's on site. Pull up. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. I stand by that, uh, that middle of the pyramid. Yes, it's ass and whatever, but... But sometimes you learn stuff about yourself and your friends. Yeah, and that's, sometimes it's all right. That's fine, I guess. Mostly bad. But Mostly sometimes bad. It's all right. But sometimes it's fine. Um, my middle of the pyramid is this trend that's happening right now about like thrifty and crafty holiday presents. I hate it because they are oftentimes marketed as a cheaper alternative. They are not. Let me tell you. Doing homemade shit for people for the holidays is expensive as hell. And I... I really hate people saying like, oh, I did this with stuff I already had in my house. Okay, I'm going to stop you right there. You already having like lightweight filler and a table <laughs> saw in your house is not something that everybody has. So while the 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 category of shit I already had in my house isn't technically incorrect, it is not a repeatable experience for most people. Right. So don't say that it's thrifty or crafty or whatever. I don't always have that. I don't have that shit in my house. Like yeah. that drives me nuts. Yeah. But I did get a really good idea from an influencer person, Kristen McAtee. She's a person on the internet who I literally want to be like, I want to have her life. It's crazy. Um, and I want to be her. She has these, has a really big, like extravagant Thanksgiving party at her house, like every year. Dope. And she has a podcast and she's talking about it with her roommate and her best friend who's hosting the dinner with her. And they're talking about it. And I'm like, I have a Christmas party that I have been throwing for a group of friends and like I love doing it, and I I'm gonna talk about the holidays more, <laughs> excuse me, in just a second. But I love Christmas, and so I'm like, how do I make this Christmas dinner that I'm gonna host, uh, you know, elevated? And then how do I give people things? How do I gift people things after I just bought a house and I'm super fucking broke? And I got a really good idea. What Liza literally just appeared oh. behind you. I'm so yeah. sorry. That scared the shit out of me. Hey, Papa. She's sniffing. She's doing quality assurance. She's sniffing the microphone. You're doing great, Liza. Um, yeah, you can sit next to me. Um, I got a really great idea for this like squad of my friends for Christmas presents. And I went to Goodwill and I bought everything I needed for $25 to gift Damn. to gift five people Christmas presents. So it is annoying because it takes a little bit of effort, and sometimes it's actually not a cheaper alternative if you don't already have a table saw 
or like drywall or whatever you need for whatever thing. But then sometimes it is like it, it you know, it actually, it actually works is, out. It is kind of a sleigh. Yeah. Lit. Your top of your pyramid. What do yes. you got? There is a place so speaking excited. in Nashville, Tennessee. Uh, there is a place called uh, Redhead Stranger. <gasps> in it's a East? taco place. Yeah. I love East. It, That's those, where the gay stuff happens. Why tacos, were you in East? I. What were you uh, doing in East? East is where all the gay stuff happens. It's not exclusively for gay stuff. Yeah, tell that to somebody who hangs out in East. I, <laughs> no, I, I, I like East. Redhead Stranger, first of all, East. is awesome. Then also... Smith and Lentz, great pizza and beer. Uh-huh. Attaboy is great. Up Down is great. Up Down or Attaboy is the shit. I love that place. I it's prefer so Patterson cool. House if you're doing like, like a speakeasy. I, I yeah, I like Attaboy for the experience. Sure. Where they come to the table and they're like, "What do you like?" And then they bring you a well, drink. Patterson House does it. the same thing as well. Oh really? I've they they have Attaboy. a drink menu, but they also do that shit. Attaboy doesn't have a menu. They just right. bring you something. It's, right. Uh, it's so yeah, fun. Patterson House is... Attaboy is also where I smoked a cigarette for the first time. Ooh la la. Unrelated. Continue. Uh, anyway, yeah, Redhead Stranger Tacos. It's just like, they're just so goddamn good. Yeah. That's re- I don't have like Everything a long explanation. So yeah, good. if you happen to live in Nashville or you pass through, go to Redhead Stranger. Yeah, it's, it's so good. Yeah. If you... It's like a little hole-in-the-wall kind of place. Yeah. Like with mismatched chairs. Yeah. And the service is very slow. It's but so fun. Get you a number three. If you're passing through Nashville, anything, seven. and you're not like looking for like the Broadway oh, honky-tonk experience, anything in East Nashville or secondarily anything in West Nashville, if you get on either side of the city, you're going to be totally fine. Yep. Downtown is ass, but like... East Nashville is typically where a lot of the like queer stuff happens in the city. And so there's lots of like really cool small businesses and there's lots of like, uh, like there's a great, um, les- it's, well, it was, it's found, fa- was founded and is owned by a lesbian and it used to be like a lesbian only bar and it's not, it's just like a queer bar. It's called the lipstick lounge. Oh, I've been there. I love that place. It's yeah. so fucking fun. I watched that some place of my is great. Do karaoke there. But then on the other side towards, if you're going out towards the West side of Nashville, you have like the gay clubs. So it's like either side of the city is like the move, but it's really fun. Yeah. I love East Nashville. I love East Nashville so much. For sure. Um, the top of my pyramid, you're going to hate this because you hate having fun, but because it's about to be Christmas season and I love Christmas and I grew up in a house. I grew up as listeners know, grew up conservative fundamentalist Christian. Um, and I don't obviously don't identify after if you, if you can't tell by me shitting on Republicans and talking about how fun it is to do gay stuff. I'm not a conservative Christian anymore. <laughs> I'm not a fundamentalist anymore. So <laughs> I would also like to clarify that I do not hate Christmas. <laughs> yes, you do. I was raised Jewish. You hate Christmas. I do not. You hate Christmas. I love Christmas lights. I don't like that. You skip over the best holiday of the year with your Christmas decorations. What, Thanksgiving. Yes. You would be a Thanksgiving girl. No, re- no religion. Yeah, that's what it is. You Food. hate having fun and you hate religion. Food. So you hate Christmas. Football. Family. Family. Three of my four favorite efforts. Bears beats Battlestar Galactica. Galactica. <laughs> um, no, I grew up in anyway, a house. Anyway, keep going off. Thank you. I grew up in a house where Christmas was very, very important, and it was important. It is important to my mom. Because it was important to her parents and it was important to their parents. It's a whole like thing for me. And like I'm going to have this holiday party with my best friends in the entire world. 
Um, except for Eli, he won't be there. But Eli is one of my best friends of the whole world. Why wasn't I invited? Um, because you're not a part of this nuclear friend group. It's like a whole thing. But I'm That's having fair. this dinner party th- in three weeks. And like yesterday, I was like, oh my God, it's only three weeks away. Like I have to plan. And like my Christmas tree, I was supposed to put it up yesterday. I, it's on the floor. It's in a box. I opened it and realized that for some reason the base is not in the box. The like thing that you put it. So it's yeah. like, it's just like a pole. So I don't know where it is. I'm going to have to look Drill for it. Drill a hole in your floor. <laughs> Obviously. Like, this, is my, over there? this is my Christmas tree hole. You're putting yeah. it right here. Duh. Right there. Yeah. Yeah. All right. By the window so people can see it from the Obviously. street. Yeah. Uh, you know, and like Christmas music. I really love Christmas music. I'm like, I love Christmas. And we're recording this the day before it comes, the, the, on the eve of its premiere. It's podcast eve. It is podcast eve. It's also Broski Report Release Day. Happy Broski Report Release Day to all who celebrate. Um, Thanksgiving is in two days. And the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade is like so fucking fun. My family watches it every year. And I always have to explain to my parents who the celebrities are because they never know who's in the parade. And my grandma's there and my sister takes a nap. And it's just like the best. And I love the holidays. And we're going to not see each other for like four weeks. Christmas comes around and we do the same shit on Christmas except the parade. But it's like eat a ton of food. My dad will definitely fall asleep or he'll yawn a bunch and then he'll want to walk around the block so he doesn't fall asleep. Of course. So you say wait for dinner and then after dinner he can go to bed at like 8.30. Total dad move. It's the same. Sh- and I, it is copy and paste. And my mom's mom's birthday is on December 26th, the day after Christmas. Yeah. And they live like pretty close. They live like within an hour's drive of where we live in Nashville. And so we like go to my grandma's house, my whole extended family on my mom's side goes to my grandma's house Christmas day. And then we all spend the night and then in her house. And then we do her birthday the next day. So, and I have done that. This will be my 27th year alive. It'll be the 27th year. I've done that every year of my life, every year. Are you sure it's been 27 years? I I am because I did the math last week. <laughs> Just a double check. So anyway, I love the holidays and I'm not going to apologize for it. So. Nor should you. Thank you. No one is asking you to apologize for this. Even though you hate Christmas. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> you you hate religion and you hate having fun, so you hate Christmas. Oh my God. Just saying. Um, are you ready to get into this episode, brother? I legit. How long have we been Wait, talking? Did you do your top of the pyramid? Yeah, Reddit Stranger talking. Oh, duh, 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 I also, duh, 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 duh. I, I guess I'll just expand it to the places I listed in East Nashville. There's a lot of really great places that I've been recently. Keep and talking. I have to Google something. Shit. Oh, Jesus Christ. I have nothing. I'm just going to vamp and adjust the What was the, the title of this episode? I'm really bad about saying what the titles are. I and I want to say the title. Season 3, Episode 7. seven. Oh, Rotten to the Core. That's what it's called. Oh, yeah. This week we're talking about Season 3, Episode 7, Rotten to the Core. I have a note to say it in my notes because I never say it and I need to. Episode 7 of Season 3. Rotten to the core. This shit was okay, wild. In a word, in one singular word, I want you to tell me about your physical state after watching this episode. Tense. Ooh, that's a good word. Ask me what mine is. Hey, Amanda. Hmm. What was your, in one word? Mm-hmm. What was your physical state after watching this episode? Queasy. Queasy. I felt like sick to my stomach. Yeah. Could have been my anxiety, but about other things. But I'm gonna assign it to this. I felt unwell. I would agree. You know? <coughs> um, 
Yeah, I guess we're just going to jump into it, huh? Hell yeah, bro. Because there's no other... For this episode specifically, I can really cannot describe to you how deep lore this episode is. I'm sure that... I mean, like obviously, now that you've watched it, you know. I can kind of This episode tell. is iconic. Yeah. For lots of different spots. Yeah, it's this like was fucking wild, dude. a huge dude. deal. Yep. Um, previously on Kathy, we saw her last week. She brought the all-boys team. And they lost. And they lost. They took a huge L. Oh, Point one point L. Mm-hmm. Tenth of a point. Tenth of a point L. Um, Jill is trying to be the new Melissa because Abby doesn't like Melissa because of the uh, strike or whatever that they were on. What is the, it? The um, parking lot protest. The protest. Yeah. Which is. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the hats thing. Chloe dropped her hat. And then Jill Christy, was wearing a hat. Jill was. Oh, she was wearing. Or was that hat wearing her? Let's be honest. <laughs> It seems like it might have been that the hat was wearing Jill. Um, and then Christy and Chloe left after the hat incident. That was last week. All right, here we go. I really don't want to talk about this episode. It made me really stressed, for real. I got you, I, like, dog. wasn't having fun. Because there were just so many actually sad and embarrassing things that happened to these mm, grown adult women. And I didn't like it, and I felt kind of sick. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we're going to power through. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we're going to do our best to make this shit funny. I'm going to do my best to make this shit funny. And I will also be here. I will also, you also be here. Liza, what's the move here? Do she you knows think? you're stressed, and so she's trying to comfort she you really by loafing does. on you. She really does know that. Like, she senses it. You sense that I'm stressed, huh? My pants are too tight. My leg hair is getting pulled. Oh, my God. Do you want to see how long my leg hair is? No, I don't. Look. <laughs> I'm sorry if that was kind of a jump scare. Hey, guys, I'm about to scream really loudly. Because <laughs> the trigger warning comes yeah. after the thing. Because the trigger warning always comes after. Lazzy, you're doing great. Yeah, why would I shave my legs? You know what I mean? They're unshaven. I don't shave my legs. So, yeah, yeah, exactly. So who cares? Anyway, Liza is... <laughs> now she's just like sitting she's on my leg. Crushing it. Okay, that's fair. Let's get um, it. Okay, so this week, we're starting the episode in Pennsylvania. The girls are walking in. The moms are like, what happened to Christy? Um, the moms are like talking about the group number, um, and Abby's like, you know, obviously like being the worst. Oh, oh, they're in the, um, sorry, Abby's not being the worst yet. That happens later. They're in the den. They're in that like changing storage area that like connects all the studios. Um, the moms are talking about the group number and the hat thing. And they're like, well, there's always one of us who messes up. It's like someone was going to do it. It's bound to happen. There's always one, you know? Christy, according to the moms, allegedly has never walked out or threatened to to walk out. I don't necessarily know if that's true, but I don't either. Whatever. I, she I was, definitely doesn't do it as often as like Kelly or Jill. Yeah, you Kelly do it and all Jill the time. both just peace out constantly. It's funny because uh, Christy, like we're we've said a couple episodes now that Christy has been a lot more like. I, I guess confrontational in the past, like, like this season, basically, in, in just in season three, because she used to just kind of like take it on the chin. Yeah, she might mouth off a little yeah. bit, and then she'd be fine. But she's right. been like on edge. She's been like popping off. She's been on one this season, yeah, for sure. And it's yeah. only the seventh episode. 
Um, Paige says that she doesn't really want to dance without Chloe because she wants her twin power and makes because they look so similar. I'm like, and it's funny because she actually has a sister there. She does, but she doesn't count. <laughs> right, right. I don't think Brooke cares that she's well, there. Either. Yeah, I was gonna say Brooke's what 13, 14. She's like, I think she's fourteen. Yeah. She is completely probably if her sister, if she's thirteen or fourteen, and her sister said that she wanted to dance with her, she'd be like, leave me alone. You know what I mean? She's thirteen or fourteen. All 13, 14 year olds are miserable. So just she wouldn't she wouldn't care. Yeah. Um then we move into the main studio. Um Abby says, Last week you all walked in and you were losers. This week you're winners. And I the you walked in and you were losers really made me giggle. I thought I like that a lot. I knew you were losers when you walked in. <laughs> <laughs> we get a flashback to the awards last week. Abby in the flashback. <laughs> shrieks i don't remember that being in the episode oh yeah but it, it is like it is a guttural like victorious huzzah basically yes from oh yeah she was her shot. deaths it's like kind of nuts yeah she was thrilled yeah kelly uh like kind of cuts off abby as she's like talking about last week and whatever and she's like hey do you know like where christy and chloe are and she's like i'm dealing with it and that's like, it all right okay sick I so I'm so sorry. I really can't get over what Liza's doing right now. Yeah, listener, dear. I'm sitting cross-legged facing Eli. Liza is loafing on my left leg, like almost like a gargoyle. Her eyes are like ten percent open right now. She she looks tired, but also pissed. Same, <laughs> same. This is my daughter. <laughs> we yeah. this is it. This is the vibe of our house. Liza, you're doing great. Don't trust men and are usually tired and pissed. Yep. Um, okay. I, my what? thought was when they get to the, oh shit, never mind. You're going to get to it and then I'll make my comment. I'm sorry. Okay, great. It's okay. Um, we get to the pyramid of children. We're starting. And at, here we are. <laughs> we're starting at the top. Why? Don't know. There's no reason, but she goes, let's start at the top. There's no explanation. She just does it. Top of the pyramid. I think it's because at the top is Kendall and she doesn't want it to like, she doesn't want to give Kendall the satisfaction of seeing Oh, I'm not the last. Oh, I'm not the second to yeah, last. Yeah, the know. constant build. Yeah, she's just like, it's you. <laughs> she's like, over it, done. Yeah, just taking away like the buildup of joy. Just like, yeah, here you go. Now shut up. Yeah. I will say, <laughs> yeah, right before yeah. this, she says, uh, I want you to be, I don't want you to be uh, 0.1 above the next team. I want you to be 30 points ahead of them, 10 points ahead of them, 20 points ahead of them, whatever. And I think that like that's actually okay. Because Abby does and says a lot of really terrible things while teaching. This is actually okay because she's like, this, you know, this was good enough last week and we were super stoked. Now we're going to get even better. And so, like, we just because we're at the top doesn't mean we stop growing and and improving and everything. So, like, I thought that was kind of like a a little side comment, but I thought it was actually good. Yeah. No, I don't A rare good nugget from Abby. Yeah. Um, Anyway, top of the pyramid, Kendall. Kendall. Um, Abby claims that Chloe's not here because she couldn't handle the fact that Kendall beat her. I don't know where the hell that comes from, but whatever. Um, middle. So the second runner up is Maddie. And she says, I'm not going to tell you that I think you were amazing because you weren't made me LOL. Thought that was very funny. Um, and then Nia and Abby says that she's quote started off strong, but then fizzled. Okay, great. Okay. Uh, a, a critique that means mm, nothing. Um, the bottom of the pyramid is Paige because she has to be told what to do too many times. That's fair. Give a correction. You give it a, a couple of times done. 
if you have to keep giving it more than once, whatever. Um, she says the next one is Mackenzie, and she says that she, Mackenzie is dead weight, and they don't need her. Mackenzie is like six or like she, seven, probably at this point. She also she's missing teeth, and, and she she's said, like, "You're dead weight, child." And she said, "Like, uh, were you in the stands watching? Were you or in the audience watching? Were you in the dress room sleeping?" And as sleeping. she says that. Uh, Mackenzie starts laughing. <laughs> she's just like, she's like that's she's embarrassing. Like, that's a, that's exactly what I was doing. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then the last one is Chloe, and she has obviously written su- yes, obviously she's written the word suspended across Chloe's forehead, she like which a is fucking wanted poster yeah, in the that old is west. Wild. Um, allegedly because of the hat thing, but she also says that Christie's behavior was deplorable. I don't know how. Well, I don't know why she thinks that because Christy literally was just like, I'm not going to fight with you, gather her stuff and left. Right. Which to Abby. How was that deplorable? Because it disarmed Abby. She had nothing. If I'm not here, you can't scream at me. That takes away everything that Abby has. I get it. It rendered her powerless. She should have called her like weak-willed or something, but she didn't. She said she was deplorable. I'm like, I don't know. Well, Abby doesn't. How she you can just justify says, that. Yeah, she just says things sometimes. I will say also, she gave Chloe a compliment, probably unintentionally, when she was talking about Kendall. She's like, Kendall, you're at the top. You beat, quote, a lot of great people. One of them was Chloe. Like, yeah, she's recognized that she recognizes that Chloe is great. And even though she's addressing Kendall right now, she still yeah. like, gave a compliment to Chloe. She also said that, like, Nia, you started out strong. That's another compliment that she'd never get. I ju- I was just noticing, like, sure. she's being, like, weirdly positive, positive right now. Usually sure. she'd be fully cutting them down, but she's only halfway cutting them down, <laughs> and that's improvement. She's only <laughs> taking them out at the knees and not the ankles. Or at the ankles and not the knees, I right. guess. yes. Yeah. Um, and then Kelly brings up Brooke. She's like, hey, is Brooke ever going to be back on the pyramid? Like, what's going on? And Abby is like, and you like, bet your ass she oh, is. <laughs> glad that you brought that up and then she takes Brooke's photo and puts it on top of Chloe's bang yeah because we can't have everyone have equal treatment why would we want we have to have one two people who are always competing for one spot yes someone has to feel bad at all times (laughs) not everyone can be happy someone has to be miserable yeah um this week we're going to star power in Detroit the candy apples will be here Jill or there rather Jill is bummed excuse me because she's like I'm afraid that Kendall's not going to get Special attention, even though she's at the top of the pyramid, because Abby's going to be thinking about Kathy. Fair. Yeah, fair. Um, All of the children are in the group dance this week. Slay. Um, Kendall is getting a solo. Paige and Nia are getting a duet. And Maddie, finally, getting a solo also. Hasn't had a solo in a month of Sundays, but here she is back at it again. Yep. Um, Abby says, we can't lose. We won't lose. If they beat us, I might have to replace all of you. Cool, Abby. Good to know. Thank you for that. Thank you for that threat that you're definitely going to make good on. Thank you so much. So much. Thank you so much. Um, the moms go upstairs, go to the Lido deck. Um, Nia and Paige's duet rehearsal is first. It's called The Wild Child and the Wallflower. Say that five times fast. Yeah, for As real. Nia, like, borderline stumbled over it. The as Wild well. Child and the Wallflower. Huh, That's a lot great. of W's. It's, yeah. Um, Nia is the Wallflower and Paige is the Wild Child. Honestly, kind of a sleigh because she could have made the child of color wild and she didn't. So. Yep. Glad that we're not being openly racist in this moment. 
Oh, we've got more opportunities. <laughs> yeah. Don't you don't, worry about don't that. Don't worry. It definitely happens later. But in this moment, it's covert. So, sick. <laughs> I <laughs> guess. Um, Holly upstairs is like, she's like, Nia's obviously stressed out about this. And she's worried. I This is the first time we're hearing about this. I had totally forgotten this. Um, Holly's worried about a disorder that Nia has. Um, she has a pain management disorder that's called reflex, reflex neurovascular dystrophy or RND. When she said, I'm sorry to cut you off, and I'm not making light of this condition, but when she what? said RND, I was like, what, research and development? <laughs> no, R-N-D, not R-N-D. <laughs> R-N-D. Yeah, research and development. <laughs> no. Um, reflex neurovascular dystrophy. And there's a direct correlation from this disorder, this pain management disorder to stress. So if Nia, I didn't, I tried to do a little bit of research and I'm going to say something stupid, but essentially the stress causes the feeling of being in pain, physical pain. Um, Melissa is like, oh, well, uh, Holly says like there's a direct correlation to Kids who are like perfectionist tendency or have perfectionist tendencies or whatever usually have this disorder. And Melissa goes, oh, I'm surprised that Maddie doesn't have it because she's a perfectionist. And Kelly, it cuts to her interview and she goes, oh, shut up, Melissa. Not everything is about your kid. (laughs) And then she wishes that Christy was here to say something funny and make everybody feel good. It made me really sad. That's true. (laughs) I I, yeah. Nia having this condition also... I might be, I'm definitely giving Abby too much credit in this, uh, but like this might, I, I doubt Abby knew about this, but it might explain a little bit of why Nia doesn't get like solos or like do well in solos or duos because of that stress. And so Abby doesn't know that she's just like, oh, Nia sucks. She doesn't take correction well. She doesn't perform well and doesn't give her solos, but this actually might uh, be a little bit of that. And I, and I wondered at the time, like, Oh, I wonder if Abby learning this is going to change how she behaves. And there's no way that that, and then I laughed at myself for having that thought because, uh, there's no way racists don't have days off. No, she's going to find ways to be mean to Nia and be shitty to Nia. Yeah. Um, and then Holly says it's been two years since like a major relapse with this disorder. And so they're like, hopefully just one thing isn't going to bring it back, but who knows? We're in Ohio. We're with the candy apples. Normally, I'm very excited about this. I, in retrospect, uh, retract all of the exclamation points that I have in my notes about how excited I am to be in Ohio because this episode's crazy. Yes. Um, the all-boy squad is back. Um, Kathy's like, gang, what happened last week? And Jalen, the kid who spins on his head, he goes, we got ripped off. Which yeah. is like, you know how when you hear a kid say something that like a child wouldn't say like we got ripped off and you know it's like you heard that from your dad you know like you're just like yes. you're just parroting what your parents said like oh yeah you go, like you guys got ripped off uh, nah, 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 nah. and so now in rehearsal he's like oh we got ripped off um there's a fat phobic comment don't care to repeat it um there okay time for the the digital pyramid such a sleigh i love it rip brandon the pa but slay for the digital pyramid um the all it's oh there's only four of them so it's three at the bottom and one at the top it is and not I, a pyramid and it is an arbitrary order of anybody who's not the top so it, right it's just nothing the top of their like quote unquote pyramid is this kid named Gino and he's doing a solo very the, excited okay so two comments about the uh, quote unquote pyramid. Kathy's comments are even more nothing than Abby's are. Like <laughs> yes. Abby is giving nothing. Kathy is just like empty comments. Yeah, she that use, mean she's nothing. like your technique is great. 
You have nice arms. Yeah. I'm like, okay, great. And then, and then the top of her pyramid is, and I quote, my hot young lad from Miami, Gino. I can't and I won't, frankly. Jesus fucking Christ, Kathy. (laughs) I really My hot young lad from Miami. I can't and I won't. Straight to jail. (laughs) Straight to jail. Um, and then Gina, not Gina, Jalen's dad says that they're an army ready for war. That okay. made me feel uncomfortable. I yeah. don't like that. Yeah, the and, dad's played more of a role in this one. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Get a commercial. They're, you know, go cut to commercial. Coming back from commercial. We're back in Pennsylvania. Um, we're at Holly's house. She asks about the pain. Nia's having pain in her foot. And so she's like talking about it. She's like on a scale of one to ten. How bad is it? She's like, it's like a seven. And she's like, that's too high for me. We're going to go to a doctor or whatever. We get these pictures of Nia in the hospital, like in a hospital bed in a um, physical therapy setting. Pictures of her when she's like a lot younger than she is right now. And she said, and Nia, she's like asking Nia what's making her stress. And she says, I'm afraid that my best isn't good enough right now. Like, Nia, I feel seen and heard and validated. Thank you for that. And then Holly immediately. And then Holly is, well, wait, hang on. I'm going to get to that in just a second. Nia, she says that Nia is a fighter and that Nia's overcome a lot. And I literally started crying. Seeing, like, pictures of Nia in that state and then hearing her mom talk about how much she's overcome to be who she is and how proud she is of her, I was like, and I like felt it like well enough and I was like, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. Now I'm crying. However. And then Holly to I Nia. have some questions oh. for Dr. Holly. Oh. Uh, and this will come up again later, but um, Holly like tells her child how she feels, which is like not sick. Yeah. She's like, do you think it, maybe you're, it's just this. Do you think you're just feeling stressed about that? It's probably just this. I'm like. I get it. Like younger kids oftentimes don't know what's making them feel anxious. And so you give them a couple of options and you let them pick something. Mm -hmm. He's a little bit older than that. So like she could probably tell you what's stressing her out. I don't know if that's a Holly thing. I don't know if that's a producer thing, but it did strike me as odd for her to tell her child how she's feeling. Yeah. I, there were a couple of times that was kind of strange. There were like a couple of times. It happens again later where I'm like, okay, that's gaslighting almost. That's like, yeah. Where it's like, she, she wants to get to a certain result and she's like, I really think that this is how you're feeling. I think it's just this. And then says it to her kid and Nia's just like, I don't know. Maybe. I don't know. Yeah. It's probably that. You're probably right, mom. I'm like, "Mm, I felt weird about that. Yeah. What were you gonna? I feel like I'm not hitting what you were supposed. Oh you no. To say. Uh, Nia said that uh, she said she was afraid that her best isn't good enough right now, and Holly, <laughs> to her, basically at some point was just like, "Fuck that, no giving up, and I'm proud of you." In she said those things very quickly. After she didn't say "fuck that," but she was. <laughs> although that would be amazing. She was like, that would be amazing. She's like, there's you know, there's no giving up, and then at the end of the little scene here, she says, "I'm proud of you." I was like, all right, we brought it back. Here I would kill for Dr. Holly to tell me that she's proud of me. That would be everything. Um, we cut back to the group rehearsal. The moms are upstairs and they're like, we, you know, wondering what Christy's been up to. Kind of like a comment about like, oh, Miss Christy, whatever. The group number is called Avalanche. It's a very weird concept that I don't understand. Well, she mentioned it's about them being buried alive. And I was like, oh, great. <laughs> it, but like, it, it just, it's like we're overcoming. Uh, the struggle of the snow. I think. But then they also get buried. But then also Maddie's the lone survivor. It's just like, 
it's it's just nothing. It's I, all nothing. I think that sometimes Abby feels as though she needs a story to tell when it's just yeah. like, no, we're just going to kind of like do yeah. a themed dance and there's going to be some imagery. She loves here and a there. narrative. But yeah, she you wants like it. a whole detailed fucking story all throughout. Yeah. And it's like, she needs exposition. She needs like rising character action. development. She needs, yeah. She really, really needs to know the character's biggest hopes, dreams, fears, and dramas. Um, the, let's see. The moms are talking about like they really want to win, whatever. Abby asks the moms about the prop. She like looks up at the leader and she's like, "Where's the prop?" Um, it's the way that this like group number is like seared into my childhood memory because I remember them going to get the prop and bringing it out because it's this weird like figure eight almost looking white thing it's that like has like desk. two levels on one side. It's very weird. Or like a coffee table. And it's supposed to be a mountain covered in snow. It's so weird. But I remember them bringing it in and being like, "What's going on?" And then Paige like slides through the bottom because they're like, "What if we ended with Paige being dead under the mountain?" And Paige and is Kelly like, goes, "You got it." She's like, "Okay." And then Kelly goes, "Even when she's dead, my daughter is beautiful." <laughs> Hell yeah. But they like, said uh, some one parent comment, like as Paige is squeezing through. Yeah. Like, oh, she, oh she's the skinny one. Like, the, what? what? She's the only one skinny enough to fit. I'm like, they are they're all children. So they're tiny. Children. They're tiny because they're children. Yes. That's they're why they're all little. They're so tiny. She's not the skinny one. It's Don't like, do that old. shit. Don't do that shit. All of them are under the age of 14. It's so gross and weird and strange, and I hate it. And I didn't write it down because I knew I would just be able to remember that it happened because I'm traumatized. It's disgusting. <laughs> um, cool. And then in the middle of everything, Sophia walks in, unannounced, with no warning, walks in. And Abby says that it's a surprise to her. And she looked shook. She looked very surprised. Um, and I was like, yeah, you're on the team. No problem. She, there's no hesitation. It's just like, yep, welcome back. You know, prodigal uh, 12-year-old, welcome back to the, or not even, probably like nine. Yeah. Welcome back to the team. Done. Can no problem. Can you imagine if like Brooke or Paige did that? <laughs> Like she would have removed their head from their shoulders. It is a like a Lego kid, just yes. like yeah. It is a wild way. She's like, yeah, you're on the team, no problem. Done. Period. Anything for you, Sophia? Yeah, my great. Weird new Maddie. And then Melissa speak to that point. Melissa's like, yeah, I'm not, you know, amped about this because Maddie was supposed to have a solo this week, and if Sophia takes it from her, I'm gonna be Loki kind of pissed. Like that's fair because she did just walk into a rehearsal. Um. Kelly wants to talk to Jackie. Jackie goes upstairs. Uh, Jackie, Sophia's mom, goes upstairs to the Lido deck. And she is like, I'm, you know, wanting to get Paige and Brooke into like modeling and print and stuff like that. Can I have some of your contacts? Because Sophia does a lot of that kind of stuff in L.A. And Jackie's, Jackie's like, yeah, like, OK, whatever. Of course. She's like, here are my contacts. Um, Kelly is like kind of spilling the tea about Christy. And Jackie like looks visibly uncomfortable by this information and you can tell the producers are like just tell her what's going on like tell her tell her about the shit with christy and she's like yeah it's like things have been like really weird without christy and the producer's like no you need more you know it's very and jackie like doesn't want to be there it's really uncomfortable and the other moms are upstairs hearing all this and they're like tea is happening what and like you know that everybody knows what's going on and it's very artificial and stupid and then jackie and kelly are like let's go get lunch and then it's a commercial (laughs) like okay great um back in ohio after the commercial we're back in ohio the group dance for the candy apples is called top of the world there is so much happening in this group number it is a ton of styles 
all in one dance. At this point, they're like looking at these like fake magazines and like thirsting after a girl. Very well, the, weird. The the line was oogling over a girl in a magazine. Gross. Um, Kathy says it's <laughs> I, oogling. Oh, I can't. The word is ogling, but or ogling. I've heard all three of those. Ogering. <laughs> She's acting like Shrek. Ogering. Ogling. Yeah. I don't want to say this next sentence, but I have to because it's in the episode. Kathy says it's fun to be surrounded by so many dance dads. Uh-oh. That's an upsetting sentence. Because they're all dads. We have all these boys and all their dads I here. Think, in rehearsal in the same room watching. Yes. And I think she's just excited that dads are involved. And she's excited to have male attention. Which I, I get. Listen, having male attention is very fun. I understand that feeling. But the way she framed it as a married woman, I'm like, all right. She has a maybe few, pump the brakes. <laughs> she says it. She has a few comments in this episode that are like super not okay. Like the the hot little lad one, and then this one, like all combined. But yeah. like, I I hope she probably didn't. But I hope she meant like it's just good to see dads supporting sure. their dancing children. I hope so. Hopefully it's that. Probably not. But maybe. we get a generic pep talk about hard work, and that's kind of the end of that. Um, back in Pennsylvania. Oh, she said at one point, what? sorry. She says, uh, at the end of the rehearsal, she's like, uh, I think that that dance was one tenth of a point better. And one of the kids I goes, like, oh, I get it. He's like, oh, I get it. And she's like, yeah, <laughs> good. That's a genuine interaction with a preteen. Yeah. That's you making sure they're going, oh, I get that. And you being like, no. uh huh. Yep. That's what it's like to talk to someone who's 11 <laughs> as a former educator. That's exactly what it's like to talk to an 11 year old. Absolutely. Is you dealing with me all the time? Yeah. Well, 11 is you on like a good day. I would probably assign like nine or 10 most days, but that's fine. Um, <laughs> it's so, I'm going to have a moment of being genuine. Are you ready? It's such bullshit because before we started recording, I had Eli regale me of a drunken conversation I had with him on Saturday where I literally was like almost in tears telling Eli how much I love him. And now I'm like, you're stupid. Yeah, You're <laughs> a like, child and you're dumb and not funny. Cut to and- me last Saturday at my house where I'm probably being like, Eli, you're so important to me. I love you. And Eli was like, go inside. <laughs> <And he's> like, <laughs> okay, great. Thank you so much. Love you. Bye. <laughs> and now in public on the internet, I'm like, e- Eli sucks. <laughs> this is so stupid. <laughs> um, Eli got the the effect though. You saw it in real time of me being like, "Oh, I'm fine," and then I had like one extra sip of wine, and I was like, "I'm about to throw up on the sidewalk." Like you witnessed it in real time. There is no slow burn. But you held your shit together. I see. I witnessed a slow burn though. I didn't feel it. I witnessed it happen. Oh, God. That means it happened, and I didn't feel it. Oh, no. We can, we can talk more about it afterwards, because this will be a longer conversation. But, uh, no, the slow burn happened, and then you got to, like, a cliff, per se, uh. and you looked behind yourself, winked at the people behind you, and skipped <laughs> off the edge. Yeah. Well, it was my house. That There's an extra layer of, layer of security when you don't have to drive. Yes. Just everybody was at my house for my housewarming party on Saturday. Your friends so and it's, your or family. Or two Saturdays ago. Yeah. So I'm like, who cares? It's my Fuck house. It. Yeah. Anyway, not important. Back in Pennsylvania, Sophia's not super pumped to be back. Sophia and Jackie, this whole episode, feel weird. They like yes. don't want to be there. I don't know what the tea is about contracts or whatever. But they, like, don't really want to be here. They feel kind of out of place. It's, like, very weird vibes. 
And apparently now Sophia has a solo. It was given off camera. We don't get that information. We're not given that scene. Um, and Jackie says she just wants to avoid tension at all costs. Good fucking luck, bitch. Yeah, I. Good. She you know really, you're being filmed right now, right? For lifetime television. She really tries her best, though. She like, really she does. Tries I'll give her so hard. Yeah, I'll give her her flowers. She does try, but like, girl, I don't know about all that. And she, when when the solo was given to Sophia, Jackie then like has a conversation with her. She's like, listen, some shit's gonna go down. Some people are gonna yes. be mad and yes. upset and everything. You don't need to carry about. Don't worry about that. Don't worry about even winning or, or losing. Just get the solo and do your best. She tells Jackie, tells Sophia to apologize. If it gets taken from someone, apologize to the other girl. And hug the other girl and And hug her, her, say you're sorry, and just do the thing. And Sophia's like, I don't really care about winning or losing anyway, so sounds good, Mom. Um, the rest of the moms are upstairs. Holly brings up Nia's foot again. Christy, in this moment, calls Melissa... But it, she either doesn't answer or it's answered off camera. So I think I don't think Melissa doesn't answer. I think probably not. She answers. It's not interesting, and so they cut it. Um, but Kelly says that she hasn't returned any, or Christy has not returned any of her calls. I remember this beef between Kelly and Christy from when I watched it as a child. And it made me so sad to think about Kelly and Christy fighting. Dude, they're besties for oh the resties. My God. I can't talk about her. I'm going to throw up and cry probably a little bit. I, the, the idea of being in beef with one of my adult female friends makes me so sad. And to see it happening is just like, it's the worst. It's the worst to be a woman fighting with your best friend. Who's a woman (sighs) crying. I hate it. It makes me so sad. And I remember this beef from 2014 or whenever this episode came out. It makes me sad. Um, Jackie walks upstairs um, and she asks where Jill is and Holly or whoever says that Jill is downstairs talking to Abby. We cut to Jill downstairs talking to Abby and she's like, why doesn't Kendall have her solo done yet? We only have like 40 seconds. And um, who's the other one that Maddie, she's like, Maddie's is done. So like, where's Kendall's they're about to get ready to go or something. And it's not finished. Like Abby's just like, well, Kendall doesn't learn as fast. Ooh. Like not her calling your daughter stupid. That's rude. I think she's she's kind of implying that, but she's also kind of implying like Maddie is like a superhero level. Maddie does a new solo every week. Child dancer. Yeah, she retains information at a superhero speed or rate. So right. maybe chill out a little bit. Yeah. Um. Yeah. yeah. Abby. Yeah. Abby. Abby says that Maddie's done because she doesn't have to say things more than once. Like I tell her what it is, she does it. It's done. It's it's done because it doesn't take as much time. Yours isn't done because it takes more time. Um, and then Abby's like, maybe this is too much pressure for Kendall. It's a weird comment. There are lots of moments in this episode where there's fighting that is non sequitur. There's a non sequitur or it's not consecutive. It's just like, why are we fighting? What's going on? And these fights don't make any sense. There's one moment in this episode we're going to get to it. I had to rewatch it thrice because I did not understand what was going on. Anyway. Um, Kendall starts to cry because two adults are screaming and one of them is her mom. And she's being insulted. Kendall starts to cry and Abby's like, Abby tells her that she's the baby of the group. She's like, oh, again with the crying baby of the group. And Abby says that, (laughs) Abby says that Kendall crying because Abby's yelling at Kendall is Kendall disrespecting Abby. Yeah, that was, I don't, yeah, like how dare you show emotion from me? That is disrespect. 
What a crazy. How dare you be crying because I made you cry? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. The ultimate gaslight. Holly also had a moment here that I really didn't like. Like I said, there were a couple of moments in this episode that I didn't like. Oh, I don't have that. And Holly Holly says that, uh, like, Jackie is, like, visibly uncomfortable about all this. She's like, wait, why is Kendall crying? Uh-huh. Like what what's wrong? And Holly makes the comment that Jackie isn't used to Abby's style of teaching. Oh, oh, ju- you mean just like destroying children? Yes, I Holly, remember this. You yeah. of all people have to be like above this. Don't say, well, that's just how it is. No, 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 that shouldn't be how it is. She's like, not used to Abby. Yeah, you should not be used to Abby. You should not. Yeah, no one should be used to Abby. Yeah, no, 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 no. Um, and then Melissa like looks at Jill and she's like, why is Kendall crying? And Jill goes, are you kidding? She's like, are you watching what I'm watching? Of course she's crying. And, then, and Melissa's, of course, just like, oh, like, I thought oh. everyone was supposed to get treated she's like, like did shit. You say, sorry, did you say that you're that Abby's being mean to your kid? What does that mean? <laughs> she's like, <laughs> What's what that are you, like? You're saying, sorry, Abby Lee Miller, you're talking about Abby. You're saying she's being rude to your child? Huh. <laughs> Weird. Yeah, that's, uh, she's never <laughs> been mean to my kid. Huh. That's like literally so. Ac- that's actually like really, really weird. <laughs> Kendall leaves the room crying. Jackie is again uncomfortable, and she says, "I don't like this. I'm really sorry." Like she recognizes, like y'all were probably in a different space before I got here. Not the right week to come back. I'm so sorry. Yeah, my bad, y'all. Yeah, my bad, gang. Um, we get a little like clip of the group routine. Abby tells the whole group, I don't know why, but she feels the need. The spirit moves her to do so. Tells the whole group that either Maddie or Kendall will not be doing a solo so that Sophia can do it. She's like, I only entered two solo spots. Can't add another. It's going to be Maddie or Kendall. that's going to lose it. I don't know why she tells all the kids that, but she does. Jill upstairs pissed. Obviously. Duh. And it is really sad that even though Kendall is at the top of the pyramid and Maddie hasn't had a solo for weeks, it looks like Kendall's going to be the one that's going to get cut. Yeah, it's I mean, so dumb. Well, because it's so dumb. Maddie is just been I know, the favorite but it's forever. Still dumb. I'm I don't not like it. disagreeing with you at all. <laughs> I'm um, still mad. But that's why it feels like that because that's just how it is. Yeah. Cut to a commercial. When we come back, we're in Ohio. Kathy and Vivian are at this like home decor store. They're lo- supporting a small business. It looks like totally. Kath, they're just walking around. I don't know why the fuck they picked this home decor store. It's giving like Pier Twenty One or whatever it's called, like Pier One or Pier imports. One, Pier One Imports. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're just like I was thinking Forever Twenty One. <laughs> they're just like <laughs> walking around, essentially Pier One, and they're just like looking at couches and different things and. And Kathy's like asking Viv questions and she's like, who do you think the best dancers are? And she's like, Gino and Zach. And she's like, Vivian, do you like the theme about like the boys and the girl in the magazine? And she's like, yeah. And then she's like, do you think it's kind of weird that they're like looking at a magazine and thinking about chasing a girl? Like, did we have so many girls at our studio? Wouldn't it make more sense for us to just like have a girl and Vivi's like she like shrugs and she like, goes I guess so she goes Vivi would you want to do and she goes no no <laughs> like, no I don't immediately no she was it was very fast very fast and so Kathy suggests a girl named or no Vivi suggests a girl named uh, uh, Isla Ayla Ayla I think um, and Kathy's like oh yeah that's a good idea Kathy sounds sick like nasally congested oh, I didn't even sinus that. infection 
ill, sick with it. It sounds, she sounds really, She's really down with sick. the sickness? No, she, no, not in that way. She's like, you need to seek medical attention, sick. Oh. Um, Kathy is just like talking shop with her kid. I don't know if it's endearing or weird. At this, in this moment, there are times where it is like super fucking weird. I think this time it's kind of cute. I don't it's, know. It's a little silly, yeah. And the <laughs> Vivi saying no so abruptly no. <laughs> really caught her off guard and was very funny. But then she actually like suggests Ayla, and, and Kathy's like, oh, that's like, a good idea. oh, then we're doing that. Yes. Yeah, it's like kind of cute. It's like that, kind of like evil villain and a sidekick. Yeah. You know what I mean? I don't know. I, I thought it was kind of cute. Like Yzma and Kronk. Yeah, <laughs> Kronk, the blueprint for being a himbo. Kronk is the Disney himbo. Yes. Yeah. Um, okay, back in Pennsylvania. We're one day out from the competition. The squad is, like, packed up, ready to roll, getting on the buses, and Jackie and Sophia are, like, not there. And they're running Paige and Nia's duet at, as they're, like, you know, finishing up, getting ready to go. And Abby asks Nia about the foot. Nia responds with the perfect Abby Lee Miller response, and she says, it hurts, but I'll push through it. Yeah, she was like, I know Perfect. what you want to hear right yes, now. Good. I'm going to say it. Abby doesn't give a fuck, but at least Nia tried. And yeah. that's what's important. <laughs> yeah. And Abby's like, you're asking, she's like asking too many questions about her foot. And Holly's like, uh-uh-uh. Holly like teetotals down from the Lido deck. And she's like, what are you talking about? You're talking about the foot? She's like, come here, let me see your dogs. And so she comes downstairs and she's like, listen, I'm going to go get clearance from a doctor so we can just like be done with this. Well, the, the wild thing about this is that, like, Abby's just, like, inherently a contrarian. We've talked about this before. Oh, yeah. How, like, Whatever you're doing, she's pissed. She's, she she's furious about it. Oh, and she's yeah. like, how dare you do that? I wanted oh, yeah. the opposite. Yep. So Nia literally says the thing that Abby has said dozens of times. Like, she's you're like, nope. Just push through it. And she's like, I'm doing it right now, right? And she's like, no, actually. She's like, I'm actually, very concerned about yeah, the foot. I don't want to be a part of causing you physical I don't or emotional wanna, pain. Yeah, I would never want to make this worse. In fact, if you need an extra foot, I'll cut mine off and get Give it to you. Yeah, like, like again, gaslighting Nia, and she's like, I don't understand what's happening. I thought I did the right thing, and yes, Liza's very cute. I'm going to take a picture of her and put it in with the Instagram post for this episode. She literally looks like a cat this looks like, bagel. Like, this looks like a postcard. Hell yeah, brother. Hang on. No feet for free. Hang on. Let me take a picture without my feet in it. Oh, I took my foot Your in feet aren't... Oh, I thought that was... Li- oh, my God. She has just passed. Oh, my God. Out. Oh my god, I'm gonna throw up. Okay. Trigger warning, Too Amanda's cute. about to throw up. <laughs> Throwing. <laughs> Don't actually do that. <laughs> um but Yeah, Abby sucks. Yeah, Abby sucks. Uh that's what's really important here is we all understand Abby sucks. Um Nia is in the den, like getting her jacket on, getting ready to go. Nia. I you do you know what I'm about to say? No. I really don't know if I even want to say it, but I have to talk about it. Nia gets ready to go, and she puts on a jacket that, when it is zipped according to the proper instructions, says Justin Bieber. Oh, hell yeah. Across Didn't the even jacket. Notice. Oh, I clocked it immediately. Yeah. I wanted that jacket so fucking bad as a kid. And I, my parents would not buy it for me because it was, of course, like a million dollars because it's Justin Bieber's 2014 merch. So it's super fucking expensive. I, the way that I would have sold my spirit to a witch in the woods for a chance to even be near one of those jackets, even now, is insane. 
That is insane. The way she puts it on, I'm like, she like pops it on and she goes to zip it up. And I'm like, I know exactly what that jacket is. It says Justin Bieber on it. (laughs) And I miss that era of my life (laughs) so much. (laughs) It's insane. I miss the days where my only like real stress was whether or not I could have the Justin Bieber jacket. The answer was no. Listeners, if someone knows how to get one of these Justin Bieber jackets, send it to Amanda. We'll I love Justin Bieber. Send an email indicating that you have one, and we'll set up a PO box. I and you know. Can send it to you can send. I'll give you Eli's personal address. Don't do that. You can send it to Eli's house. Don't do that at all. <laughs> I'll tell you where he lives. To actually, no, I won't because I live like two streets away from him, so I will not tell you where Eli lives. Um, the way I know that Justin Bieber's problematic. I know he's a player. I know he's a cheater. I I know. I know. Whatever dirt you have about JB, about the Biebs, I know. I am aware. I'm so aware. I love him and I don't give a fuck. I'm so sorry. <laughs> My most problematic take is that I'm fully aware of the moral failures of Justin Bieber. And when he oh my god. That video of him performing "Baby" popped up again on my on my FYP on TikTok. Watched the whole thing, cried a little bit. <laughs> I'm not ashamed to admit it. Here's here's where that flood insurance comes into play. I love him so. It's also my heart. It's not just my basement. It's also my heart. It soars with the eagle's nest when I see him, and he's singing and he's doing his little thing. I'm like Justin, Jay, I love you. Jay friend of the down. podcast. Actually, I can't. If he was ever friend of the podcast, I'd die. I love Justin Bieber. Anyway, she puts the jacket on. She goes to the doctor. We're at the doctor's office. Holly, this is where I have, is, is Holly gaslighting her child about her pain? A this little. is, I have, this is odd. It's very strange. Yeah, this was not a great episode for Holly. Not, yeah, definitely not great. The doctor is like, I think it's this. Nia says it's a seven out of 10 pain. And the doctor doesn't say it's broken or it's sprained or it, nothing's wrong. She's just like, rest. There's not really like a, a definite, like, this is what's wrong with you. Well, she said, thing. yeah, there's nothing swollen. There's nothing broken. Yeah. She's like, just rest, I guess. Like, yeah. Okay, which that means like, all right, kid, I don't know what's wrong with you, but we'll take this seriously. Probably a result of okay. R&D. But like, you know, she doesn't the doctor doesn't say that. I'm certain. We are led to believe that. As I am certain that Holly brought that up to her at oh, some I'm point, sure. not I'm, on camera. Sure. It was like, hey, my child actually does have like a legit medical thing. This is. Uh, blah blah blah. Just wanted to make you aware of this. Yeah. And then the doctor's like, like oh, "Stay yeah, off yeah, your yeah. foot." Yeah, that's pretty much it. Back in Ohio, we're seeing Gino's solo rehearsal. Kathy tells him that he needs to work on his face and his emotions. Good she feedback. doesn't. Yeah, great. She doesn't want it to be a close score between him and Maddie. She's like, there needs to be a huge gap. And she's, she's well. Go ahead. She I, says. I can't. I don't want to talk about it. Can you say it instead? I know we have the same thing written on notes. Can you say it instead of me? Oh, I have a couple of things, and I'm not sure which one yours is. She says just something really dumb. She says uh, <laughs> about having emotion when dancing. She's like, "We need to have that secret pocket weapon." Like, I, I don't know what that means. But yeah. Okay. Yeah. She says. I think sometimes she starts talking without. A real idea of what she's about to say, and then she just kind of figures it out as she goes. Yeah, she's giving Michael Scott. Very much so. Uh, But she then uh, calls Gino boyfriend. She's like, you go, boyfriend. She's like, you got a boyfriend. (laughs) I was like, I, what? That was weird. What? Is this the same kid she called her hot little Miami lad or whatever? (laughs) Fucking hell. The lad really gets, that lad is crazy. (laughs) Yeah, that's, that really throws, that's the (laughs) curveball. Yeah, she says, you also have to worry about pleasing me, and that should be the top, right? And he goes, yeah, top priority. And she goes, no, it shouldn't. It should be winning. Yeah. <laughs> like, what 
saying. Total Abby. And move. I have written Kathy is insane. Yes. <laughs> Kathy That's is what I'm saying. She doesn't know what she's actually saying until it has already no. come out of her mouth. And then she's like, well, I guess this is where we are now. Yeah. Kathy's crazy. Um, back in Pennsylvania, getting ready to go. No one knows where Sophia and Jackie are. And Abby, Abby doesn't know either. She looks she's legit like, confused. I guess they dipped and went back to LA. She calls. No answer. She calls their hotel room in Pennsylvania. No answer. Like, cannot get a hold. Gone. Get what? ghosted, idiot. Yeah. <laughs> get ghosted, idiot. <laughs> and there's a commercial. Back on commercial. Back in Ohio. Kathy has rented a limousine to drive from Canton, Ohio to Detroit, Michigan. Hilarious. For a dance competition that no one cares about, except like whoever's watching Dance Moms and us, I guess. Um, they she makes a fat phobic comment about the limo. Not about the limo. It's a fat phobic <laughs> comment about Abby in relation to the limo. She's not calling the limo fat. Anyway, it doesn't matter. That limo was thick as hell though. <laughs> it was yeah. The trunk on that thing. It was pretty girthy, I'm not gonna lie. Damn. The limo pulls up to the competition at the same time as the Abby Lee dance company. What does. a coincidence. And this this is where this is where it stops being funny. Yes. This is where we swerve off the highway, off the road, off the edge, into like batshit insane this adult is behavior. Chaos. Yeah. Kathy is like yelling at her from across the parking lot. Oh, look who decided to show just up! Just antagonizing blah. like crazy. And she just, but she's just like knit, like kind of picking at, like kind of being annoying, like chatting, Abby, chattering at people. Abby turns around and tells her to go to hell. Yeah, which is like, like whoa, shrieks. that is wild. Turns around and <laughs> says, "Go to hell." That feels like a lot. Kathy they says, walk, oh, such terrible language in front, in front of, of the, the children. children. They walk into the building. They're literally screaming. Kathy whips out a clicker that you would use to train a dog. Wild. And she's like, oh, it's for the dogs. Clicks the dog clicker at Abby. Jalen's dad, I think his name is Rick. Rick. Is asking about whether or not all the girls at the Abby Lee Dance Company have ever danced anywhere else. Because Abby's like, Kathy, you can shut the fuck up. None of these are your students. And she's so like, he's like. This one's from Seattle. This one's from Miami. Yep. And Rick, I think his name is. She's like, uh, Rick is like, oh, so all of your dancers have danced with you their whole life too, huh? Then Abby says, Rick, you can talk to your wife like that, but don't talk to another woman like that. Huh? What is that? You can talk. You shouldn't talk to anybody like that, regardless yeah. of gender or marital status. That's you shouldn't be talking to anybody like that. Well, he just said like, oh, so I'm assuming that like the thing that you're accusing us of doing, and he's like is kind all... of yelling a little, but he's, he's not like screaming. No, he's Kathy's just, way louder it's than high Rick. tension, and he's just like. Oh, so the thing you're accusing her of doing, you certainly have never done, she's right? Like, you are not gonna. And I'm like, okay. And that's that's okay. how you know that she has lost because she's not responding to the thing; she's oh, responding right. to the tone, and oh. that's how you know she's lost. Right. He then responds to her saying, "I'd never talk to my wife like that because she wouldn't talk to children like that." Fucking mic dropped, Rick. Rick, kind of a slay. Yes. He is moment, 100% correct. A little bit of a slay. He's like, no, I respect my wife and would never talk to her like that. <laughs> She's not a piece of shit. Yeah, you fair. are. Fair enough, Rick. Um, and then Abby says in her inner, her talking head that she's pissed because she doesn't like to see Kathy before a competition starts. Yeah, she, yeah running into Kathy is bad because she knows how to stir the pot. 100% correct. Yeah, absolutely. Kathy, professional potster, top of the resume. Absolutely. 
This is the fight that I had to rewatch <coughs> thrice because I could not follow it. So I'm going to try to break it down as best as possible, okay? Abby says that she, Abby, is the reason why Jackie is not there because she sent her away. That. Okay, sure. <laughs> we got the response back. Turns out that was a lie. Turns out that's a crock. Survey says that's a crock of shit. Yes. But okay. <laughs> Show me crock of shit. <laughs> Abby says, um, yeah, Abby says that she's the reason that she sent them away. Holly brings up the parking lot thing again about, oh, well, when we were in the parking lot, you had no problem replacing us. Okay, great. Don't know how that's related. And then Nia, or, uh, Abby says Nia could have can go in by herself. That's fine. I think she means that Nia could have gone into the studio by herself instead of sitting in the parking lot with her mom. Which why That blame- is the only thing I can think of that makes sense. I truly do not know what else she could be meaning yeah, by saying. Yeah, and why blame the children? Don't know. Nia can go by herself. That's fine. Okay, I guess it means inside the studio. Holly says, and I think that's what she means because Holly says, I did that and you grilled me to no end. Because I think Holly is talking about how Nia used to go to rehearsal without her a lot because of work. And uh, that also wasn't good. So yes. it's like she could have gone out by herself. No, when I was sending her in by herself all the time, you pushed me to the edge and like low key made me quit my job. So again, Abby, nothing is good enough for Abby. Whatever you no. do, it's wrong. Exactly. Uh, and then Abby calls Nia immature. Don't know why, but she says I- that. Whatever. And then Holly says, you didn't walk in her shoes, even when she couldn't walk and was in a wheelchair. Abby, looking at her phone, says, oh, are we talking about the feet thing again? Gross. Holly says that the pain that Nia feels is real. She's like, that pain is real. Abby doesn't seem to believe that it is because she goes, well, but there's no injury. Which yes. leads me to think that she's thinking that, well, if there's no injury, she's not really feeling that pain. She's being a baby. She's being immature. Right. And Abby says, she's like, you know what? I'm tired of this. I'm going to just, if you don't stop, I'm going to pull the duet. Because she says that Holly is, Holly's mouth is ugly. And Holly drops an, an iconic moment. She says, you are a monstrosity of evil. And Abby goes, that's it. I'll show you evil. Gets up, that pull, goes was... to the desk, pulls the solo. Man, yeah. Good when, God, in my notes, in all caps, good God that took forever for me to follow. Thrice. Because it doesn't make any fucking sense. I think there was some editing shit going on, and they were making I don't, They weren't fighting. There's no way they were actually fighting. You know the producers were like, yo, beef it up a little bit. Get it, get Maybe. into it. Fight a little bit. I Yeah, I... Yeah, I, it was very confusing. And again, Holly was just like... A little more on edge this episode. I, you know, I, I wonder if she's just kind of gone like mama bear on the whole thing. She's just like a little channeling a little bit of Christy. And yeah, she's just yeah. like, dude, I'm, I'm kind of over this shit, especially yeah, now it. that my kid's being like straight up insulted, blah, blah, blah. But when Abby says, oh, I'll show you evil, kind of under her breath like that. Yo, the chill. chill yeah, spine. for real. The chill that went down my spine is like insane. Um, she says that the moms, Abby says that the moms have to have consequences to their actions. And then Holly's talking about, like, I stand by what I said. Melissa's crying. I don't know why Melissa's crying. I don't know what dog she has in this fight. But Melissa's crying for some reason. She, I don't know. Maybe she's a sympathetic crier. And then Kathy walks in. <laughs> she just 
walks. Flawless there timing. There's so much walking in and out of green rooms in this episode. Yeah. It's insane. Yeah. When did they leave and they why are they now coming back? walk through dressing rooms of children. They're just opening and closing doors like nobody fucking cares. Kathy walks in and she's like, where's Abby? And Holly's like, she's not in here because she's mad. <laughs> she just straight up says that. Then Kathy asks where Sophia is. Then she asks where Chloe is. And the moms are like, Kathy, fuck off. And she's like, I have dads opening doors for me. Not a flex, kind of weird. Um, I hate, I hate, hate this thing that Kathy does. And people who hate this know exactly what I'm talking about. She will walk, she walks up to Melissa, grabs Melissa's arm and kind of like, like pulls it up to like shoulder height. And she's like, oh, I love this outfit. And she's like, that's a really interesting outfit. But just like the touching of someone that you're slam dunking on really upsets me. And then she goes, Jill, do something with that hair. And then leaves. Well, it sounded like she was (sighs) attempting to sort of give an actual compliment to Melissa. And then just roasts the hell out of Jill. Jill, do something something with that hair. Do something with that hair is crazy. That's... Honestly, hilarious. Ooh, like, I hate Melissa, it. Melissa, I love your pants. The touching, Do something with that uh, hair, Jill. It drives me nuts. <laughs> Melissa asks Kelly at this point, after Kelly or Kathy walks in, causes chaos, shits on people, leaves. Yep. Crazy. Very efficient with her words. Oh, oh and with her time, honestly. She's yeah. like, Abby's not in here. Fuck you guys. I'm out. I'm like, okay, great. Bad Melissa, pants, bad hair. I'm going to fuck off now. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Melissa asks Kelly about Christy and Kelly says that she's called her three times and hasn't heard anything back. Kelly used to assume she was like, I guess it's because like I kind of brought up that Chloe dropped her hat, which we don't see like a flashback of that or anything. So that must've been off camera. Kelly apparently called out Chloe for dropping her hat or something like that. And she thinks that the reason that Christy's not answering her phone call is because she made that comment. Mm. But then she's like, I don't know. Maybe it's more than just that at this point. Cause it's been, I've called her three times. She's not answering my calls or my texts. So maybe it's something else. Yeah. It just feels like Christy is just like, like she just needs space. She needs yeah. to be away from all things dance moms. She's like, dude, I, she I just, just needs need a break. A yeah. break. You're my friend. I'll get back to you. Yeah. But she doesn't say any of that. So we right. actually don't know. Right. Um, Abby comes back in to the green room and she tells everyone she pulled the duet. And Nia's like, no, 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 no. And she's like, your mother was rude to me. Sorry. Yeah. And as we know, that is the worst thing that can ever happen. Woof. And then Nia's like, no, but I really want to dance. And Abby says, Abby giveth and Abby taketh away. And Nia dissolves. Yes. I We don't see it's her get so emotional sad. like ever. Oh, it's so sad. Nia and Paige are hugging. I hate this. I am exhausted. I mom pick me up. I'm scared. I really. I mean, I wasn't. I already had kind of stopped having fun. I really stopped having fun there. Abby giving yes. Abby take it the way says that to like the face of like a ten year old. Right. That is sinister behavior. It made me really sad. Most things that Abby does are some level of sinister. She was at her best or worst, depending. He asked, but she was her strongest. <laughs> she, yeah, Abby was her most powerful. <laughs> yeah, um, it's time for Kendall solo. And she says, uh, "Kendall, are you ready for evil? Let's go." And Kendall's just like, <laughs> "Okay, no." <laughs> she, the look on her face, she's like, "What the fuck did she just say?" To me? <laughs> okay, ready for evil sounds good. I don't know. I don't like that at all. Um, Holly goes into the bathroom. Uh, Kelly goes with her. Holly's like, "I'm not coming back out." Cut to Kendall performing. 
The music is so weird. The dance is fine. No one cares. Abby says it's all right. She needs to work on her emotions. Okay, great. It's Gino's turn. Gino dances to truly the most 2012 royalty-free song I've ever heard. I definitely would have been Googling what song that was and had it on my iPod Nano a million percent. <laughs> I guess it's a sleigh. I don't know fuck about shit, but I guess it's fine. Um, Abby at this point brings up the thing about boys always winning because they score. They don't score boys as harshly because they want to encourage them to keep dancing. We've heard this before. We hear it again. Cut to the bathroom. Kelly and Holly crying in the bathroom. A, a, the universal female experience. Crying in the bathroom. Um, Kelly gets Holly to come out and go back to the green room. Well, because she's they, hyping her up. Yes, yeah, she's like, you can do it. She's no, giving her blah, a pep blah, blah. talk. She's like, I'm hyping you up. Uh, they decide to awesome. get their girls ready to go as if they're doing the duet. They put costumes, hair, and makeup together. They're like, Brave we're going to show Abby. We're going to do it. We're doing this duet. Let's fucking go. Hell yeah. Hey, ladies. I don't know what to tell you. If she's pulled it, it's gone. Right. You can't undo that. If you pull the number, it's out. The program for the judges has been updated. The MC has been given the cut. It is gone. It's gone. You can't, you actually really can't do that. I wonder if they were thinking that maybe Abby was bluffing when she said she was going to cut it earlier. I don't know when the fuck Abby Lee Miller has ever bluffed about anything. Hoping that maybe like, oh, if we're just really nice no. and blah, 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 no. she'll keep it. Mm-mm. She had an opportunity <laughs> Some wishful to thinking. ruin a child's dream. She's not bluffing. She yeah, she's she's it. swinging at that pitch every single time. Oh, my God. My foot is cramping so bad, but I'm trying not to disturb my sweet baby who's sleeping. <laughs> she is still snoozing real hard. Just kick your foot out. No, she's not snoozing. She's fully like eyeing me. She's like, bitch. Stop moving. I'm sorry. I had a Charlie horse. You're <laughs> fucking me up, dude. Um... Go to commercial. Come back from commercial. Maddie's running through her solo in the green room. There's like a glimpse of Nia and Paige off to the side, get it like ready to do the duet. No one addresses them. It's very strange. Um, Maddie does her solo slay. Mel- Melissa like grabs Abby and is like, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. This makes her so happy. Th- sobbing. Yeah, Melissa, Melissa- is sobbing Chill. about her child. It's well, she uh, she always ridiculous. cries during Maddie's dances, but this, oh my God, it was so like, it was so like kissing the ring. Oh, it's embarrassing. Kind of yeah. I'm it, like, Melissa, Melissa's embarrassing. Melissa, this is embarrassing, girl. Thank you so much. This makes her so happy. You brought so much joy into her life. What, like, a, what a joy bringer you are, Abby Lee Miller. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Melissa, Melissa, sweetie, embarrassing. You're on TV. We can see you. Yeah. Um, <laughs> we're in the Candy Apples green room. Rick screaming at the kids. Love that. Kathy seems, at this point, I have written that she's, she seems not present. I think she's like chugged a bottle of NyQuil before this <laughs> because her eyes are like swimming a little bit. She's got like the glassy eye. She's like not really finishing her sentences. Yeah. Kathy's not there. Kathy's on some sort of cold medicine or painkiller or something, and it's just oh, like oh, that's why you brought up the sick, sick thing as that's fuck, funny. and it's just like acting out of pocket. Because I mean, she's maybe sick. yeah, she just. I think like, she literally slammed a bottle of Nyquil before, the, and they were like, "We have to do your interview," and she was like, "Hang on one second. She's like, "Fuck." She's like, "Does anybody have a pocket knife?" She holds the bottle of Nyquil, the cap. She stabs, stabs the, the pocket side. knife, and she's Shotguns. just like, "Oh yeah." She's like, "I have to do this bottle of Nyquil really quick," and they're like, "Do a what?" And it's already gone. <laughs> she's already. It's she's already like completely gone. Off. She's like, I'm good. And they're like spiking the okay, bottle on the sick. floor. 
she takes the bottle of Michael and crushes it on her head. Yeah, yeah. She's like, let's fucking go. Yeah. Um, we have a girl. We have Isla. Isla? Ayla? Ayla, I think. Ayla. She, like, does a thing. The, the Candy Apples does her dance number. It's not good. It's no, it's not together. There's way too many styles happening. The yes. story is bullshit. It's bad. I don't know anything. It's bad. Well, the girl in it is also just like crazily older than them, oh, which is yeah. also weird. Weird. They're but they really are not. It's the same shit as last week. They're like, uh, which Abby actually even brings up. Like they're not together. First of all, and, yeah. she, and Abby like, even says like the da- like their moves are the yeah. exact same as last week. The kid, whatever Jalen or whatever, is spinning on his head for no reason while ballet steps are yeah. going on behind it is him. Like it's so it's chaos and it's, it's bad. Yeah, it's disoriented and, or discombobulated. And it's very bad. And then at the end, Ayla kisses one uh, of them on the cheek. And she leaves the kissy mark, and he like passes out. I am. I am feeling nauseous. This yeah. the queeze setting he's, in. He's like nine or whatever, and she's Ooh. what fourteen, fifteen. It's I not great. I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. Back to the green room. Abby's <laughs> coming to green room. <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ. Um, Abby's freaking out. The girls are getting ready for the group number. Apparently, there's not enough white shorts for the the girlies to do their dance number about the avalanche. Somebody didn't pack enough pairs of white shorts. Okay, great. Kelly is like, are the girls, are Paige and Nia really not doing their duet? And Abby's like, no, I already pulled it. It's gone. I'm not going to go back and and put it back. Like, I can't redo it. Holly is pissed and says this is an abuse of power. I'm like, Holly, 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 the whole goddamn show (laughs) is an abuse of power. Dance Moms, the abuse of power. That's literally the the whole fucking show is an abuse of power the whole time all of it it's crazy what were you gonna say i was i was just looking at my notes and i as i was typing i had a like an autocorrect and instead of abby shuts down duet again it says abby shuts down diet again like one of the kids is like i have a nutrition plan she's just like like, shut up (laughs) no you don't no less carbs actually more protein (laughs) bulk up yeah (laughs) um cut to commercial come back from commercial uh, the girls are getting ready in like the um, the group is like freaking out in the back. They're like ready to go. They perform the goofy outfits and makeup take me out of it a little. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. There had to be another way to do these costumes and makeup, but like pop off, I guess they are way more in sync than the candy apples. Yes, it group. was way better, way better. I do think it's interesting that these judges are scribbling their scores down on like a notepad with a pencil. We see these other judges put their whole back into it with, like, tape recorders and computers and headsets and, like, all this shit. These bitches have, like, a notepad from the hotel and a pencil. Yeah. And they're, like... It's got Marriott like, at the top of it. Their scores are, like, smiley face or frowny face. Like, yeah. it's so unofficial. It's ridiculous. Check plus, check, or check minus. <laughs> yeah. Did you like this group? Check yes or no. Um... Abby says the girls made several big mistakes, but she hopes that the judges miss them because she says, I need this win. I hate it when the adults say Why that. Why do you need this win, Abby? This. The I music was win. also crazy dramatic. It was like, yeah, I'm like, it was like, okay, we're doing a lot. This here. is a lot. <laughs> Maybe pump the brakes a little. Um, okay. Awards time. We get to the, the nine to 11 solo awards. Gino eighth, eighth place, eighth place. Maddie, first 
Slay. Duh. She slay. says, I was so excited to beat that boy. Yeah, she's giving this very, like, producer-fed She was line. handed it's that so line. so stupid. Kendall, done place. So you know, next week, Maddie will be at the top of that fucking pyramid, and Kendall will be at the ass bottom. Because she will, she's like, oh, you fucking idiot. She's just going to light Kendall on fire. <laughs> she's like, come here. Come here. Light her on fire. Yeah. Um, group awards. Third place, third place, the Abby Lee Dance Company. Candy Apples, first. So there was a whole other group that separated. It wasn't just a tenth of a point like it was last time. There is a whole other group. It's at least two tenths because there's another group in between. I think there's a good chance that Mm -hmm. that other group was actually the best one. (laughs) Yeah, probably. But they adjusted it for TV because I there is just no way that the those boys dance no was better. No, They're by no, no stretch of the imagination. No. Uh-uh. We watched it. It was not that good. It They're, was actually pretty terrible. Yeah, it was just bad and discombobulated. And, and there they weren't were not that together. many of them either. There no. were only five people. Well, four really. The girl four who boys. walks on and walks off. Yeah, the basically. strut. The strutter. Yeah, it's like not. It's very weird. Anyway. Yeah. Okay. Here we go. Walking back to the green room, Kathy basically just like materializes. She spawns in the middle of the hallway out of nowhere. Dude, this. All right. I have to cut you off because as as this was about to happen, like as the scene was happening, they're walking down a long hallway and you can see the cameraman's like wobbling back and forth trying to keep up with them. (laughs) Yeah, walking backwards. I was just like, oh, some shit is about to go down. Oh, yeah. Oh, if it's on a free, if it's a free camera. Oh, yeah. Ooh, I yeah. was so certain. I was like, oh, Amanda said that this episode is iconic. I'm about to see why. Like, Here we go. Walking back to the green room, Kathy spawns out of nowhere. <laughs> S- sneak attack surprises Abby. And it's like, oh, I wonder what it feels like to be third place. Blah, blah, blah. I was like, not great. Abby's like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> Kathy, <laughs> Kathy asks her if she's rattled. She's like, I think my all boys team really rattled you. And Abby's like, I'm not rattled. And then one of them brings up Kendall and is like, oh, um, Kathy says something I think first about Kendall and Abby's like, oh, I'm trying to uh, reteach her all the bad shit that you taught her. I'm trying to like ah. unlearn that. Yeah, from her, yeah, you know? yeah. Um, Abby said, <laughs> this isn't funny, but it also is. Abby, oh, Kathy, yeah, Kathy brings up Kendall because then Abby <laughs> points and she says, she says, let's get this kid, points at Vivi, and goes, and put her up against Kendall. Vivi, God bless her. It's just like. Open mouth breathing, yeah. not paying <laughs> Just slack jaw, no idea what's happening. Snow like behind the eyes. Wait, why am I in Such this now? Such a normal, regular child. And the camera just like, swoop, like focuses on her. And she's just like. She's like, are we still going to get McDonald's no, after this? What are you this? talking about? What's going on? <laughs> and then Kathy is obviously defensive of her child and is like, right. shut the fuck up. Jill appears. Kathy makes a <laughs> comment about somebody's outfit. I didn't care enough to write it down. Abby is yelling and then goes to pick a fight with Rick, the dad. The guy again, you don't want to fuck with. Abby, the, all the moms are just like filing into the Abby Lee Dance Company green room because they're like, we don't want to do this. Right. Kathy walks into the green room, doesn't give a fuck. You're not invited. Jill says, Kathy, go away. No one wants you here. Abby, from a seated spot in the corner of the room, takes a water bottle with an open cap 
and just tosses not the bottle but holds on to the bottle flings but water. flings water out of the bottle a little bit onto Kathy. Kathy goes <gasps> like she's been hit with like battery acid or something. It's <laughs> ridiculous. Um, let's see. She says, I'm sorry. And then Kathy walks over to her and Abby goes, I'm sorry. I thought the lid was on. And she goes, actually, I'm sorry. I thought the witch was going to melt. Yeah. She, Hilarious. Yeah. That Hilarious is very funny. Joke. Very funny. Hilarious joke. Um, and then Kathy goes, oh, and I didn't think that I, she says something stupid. And, but then she goes this and she like, cocks her arm back and smacks Abby with her purse in the <laughs> shoulder. Jill finds another water bottle and basically like dumps the whole thing on Kathy's face. Kathy comes back. Shakes it like multiple oh, times. Oh yeah, yeah, just getting all the water out. Kathy rears back and goes to smack Jill with her purse. <laughs> again. Yeah. Again. And then Abby says, this gets cut in like the middle of the sentence. But I swear to fuck, Abby says, it's in the captions. Abby says, fight. She says, fight. And then... She says, I've got 150 stops, and I bet you all the money I have to my name. She put, she places a bet as a joke. I've got 150 on Jill. I bet that's, or Kathy. I've got $150 on Kathy. I bet that's what she says. I, either that or she was about to be like, oh, yeah, that would make sense, because she wasn't going to get involved. No, I bet she's I like, in, I have 150 bucks on Kathy. I initially <laughs> was, thought she was going to be like, I got 150 pounds on you. I'm about to fuck no, you up. No, 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 I bet she says I have 150 bucks on Kathy. Both are very funny. I like that a That's lot. hilarious. It's like, girl, you're fighting out your weight class, son. And then Abby <laughs> is like, calls some, or Kathy picks up water, throws it at Jill. Incredible. And then Abby calls security and is like, that woman just hit me. Security steps in, ushers Kathy out, and Abby is crying. And Jill, as she's walking out, says, get lost, bitch. Get lost, bitch. It's amazing. Very, like, over the shoulders. Like, oh, yeah. whatever, dude. The candy apples have, like, a moment together. It's so stupid. It's very strange and very dumb. Abby, we cut back to the Abby Lee Dance Company green room. Abby what? is on the phone with her mother. I couldn't tell. I, She's I, on the phone with her mom. Everything happened so fast. This is in I, the, this is like five minutes, if yes, even. Right. And so, well, so back up to the, we'll get to that conversation in a second. But like when Kathy was back with the dads, she said a couple of things. They're all like, what the fuck just happened? She's like, they're sore losers. Well, Kathy, you're a very sore winner. You just. Also, you were like verbally assaulting this woman. Yeah, just so like, like prancing around in their faces, being obnoxious. Like you're on. a very sore winner. And then also, I love that the dads started doing like the football dads thing. Oh, they're like, God. no, it it cracked me up because like this, they're clearly they're like doing chants like one, two, three, blah, blah, blah. But I Apple love core, that they're doing Apple that because core. they're speaking their language, but about the thing that their sons love. Whatever, like their sons are in dance. You think like these much big manly they're all macho probably dudes? Gay. Let's be honest. The kids, Gino, maybe. Come on, maybe. <laughs> But the dads <laughs> are kidding. are clearly like pretty unfamiliar with this, but they're buying into the thing that their kid loves like they would if they were playing football or basketball sure. or, or wrestling fair. or whatever. But they're still like they're still playing like wrestling. that person, so they're like, "Hell yeah, my son's a dancer. He'll fuck you up." And like it's all that, but it's about dance, and that Hold really pure what's until your eyes bleed. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. You won't believe his fucking tondu, son. <laughs> <laughs> and and I love that they're bringing like that same like bro energy, straight white yeah. male energy, but to dance. I I just thought that was really funny and That's kind of fair. pure. That's fair. Yeah. Abby calls her mom. It's very weird. And then she's like, "I can't do this. I'm finished." 
And then that's the end of the episode. She says, today, Kathy crossed the line. She says, sometimes people cross the line. Today, Kathy crossed the line. Like, I think the line is like 20 miles back. But and it's whatever. wild because, like, at one point, Abby acknowledges. <sighs> she's like, listen, this is – she details out everything that happened. She says, listen, I know that I was wrong. <gasps> yeah, she does admit that she's wrong. That is actually That was legit a jump scare. I was like, yeah, Abby true. just had a little bit of self-awareness. Impossible. <sighs> I'm exhausted. That episode really took it out of me. Also, my computer's about to die. And Brutal. we're rounding the corner at hour two. What? Yeah. We talk- Our pyramid took a while, I think. It did. It did. But yeah, that's the end of the episode. And that then is... next week, we'll see what happens. <laughs> oh, I gotta... Hold on, let me get Spotify up. I, I have a song. My song of the week. This used to be a segment about what do you think would make a good dance mom song? And then that got hard to quantify. And so now it is different. It has been changed to... Just like, what's the song that you rocking with this week? Um, so the song that I have for this week that I really love is a song that's called Tears Dry on Their Own by Amy Winehouse. It is an excellent song. Pull it up. Play a little bit right now. Fast forward a little bit. I love that song. Hell yeah. She says, did I play myself again? I should just be my own best friend, not fuck myself in the head with stupid men. It's great. It's a great that song. That is great. I'm adding it. Add it to the Pyramid Bops. It's a playlist that we have of all the songs we've ever talked about on this GD podcast, except for the Buick theme that Audrey shouted out in the very first episode of this podcast ever. Buick theme's not on Spotify, so... We didn't add it. And my my But it's song, been running since the beginning, so it's on Spotify. My song is uh this one. Oh I'm gonna unplug your mic. That is such a stupid song. Why did you pick that? Just to make me nauseated? Ah <laughs> I thought about making it ska music, but I, I thought that would be pretty good too. You're so fucking stupid. Okay, put <sighs> Pony by Genuine on the playlist, I guess. What is wrong with Pony by Genuine? That song's insane. That song is, that song is insane. That song is as equally as insane is as equally insane as like who let the dogs out or like whoa the YMCA. Just how like dare you disparage shit? It's it's bad. I'm saying it's insane. I don't think it is. Okay, that's you can think. I that. yeah I I the Baja men were in a league of their own. That's true for sure. That's, uh, that's fair. I have a funny story to tell you about the village people actually on a podcast I heard we can do it after the we can stop recording uh what wait we have to wait, share we have to yeah dear listener thank you so much for listening to those who hear my podcast um <laughs> all <laughs> all the stuff that uh we do all of our links and shit are in the description of the episode I'm gonna leave a box open at the bottom if you listen on Spotify I'm gonna try to do a poll every week at the bottom like if you scroll down you should be able to see the poll um as you play the playlist or play the podcast on Spotify. Um, we're going to think of a question. We're going to ask it to you. It'll be great. It'll be awesome. This is coming out in like about an hour. So. I have <laughs> a great way to, to share this with friends. So first be speedy. My computer only has like 9% left. No, you're fine. Um, well, it's about to die. So hurry. Okay, so the best way to share this with people, first of all, 
pick five of your absolute most unhinged friends, get them in a group text together. I don't care if they've ever met or know each other at all. <laughs> Do that. Put them all together. Then you're going to share an episode of this podcast in that group text with absolutely no context whatsoever. I actually kind of like that. <gasps> Wait. So chaos. What was the can. phrase? Was it, was it play the song pony? There wasn't one this time. Are you serious? Are you kidding with me? No one slid kidding? my DMs. No one cyber bullied me and told me Damn. what to say. I really liked that. I thought that was really fun. The one person on Instagram who gave me both of those is a very funny person. Is very it late. someone we know? No, I told you. You don't know this person. Do you know this person in real life? No. Do you know this person on the internet outside of this interaction? No. Only okay. because of cyberbullying me <laughs> via it. this podcast. That's you it. met this person because they're a cyberbully. Correct. It. Sounds good. And also hilarious. That's fair. I am also both of those things. <laughs> Dear listener, thank you so much for listening to this episode. Love you. Appreciate you. Send us an email. Send us a voicemail. Listen to our playlist. Follow us on Instagram. Follow us on all the fucking things. If you celebrate Thanksgiving, happy Thanksgiving. Eat whatever the fuck you want to eat. Even if you're not celebrating Thanksgiving, but especially Thanksgiving, especially if it's food that's only made one time a year, eat whatever the fuck you want to eat and don't think about anything other than eating food that you want to eat. I feel don't very passionately your, about this. Don't let your family be shitty. Yeah. Also that. Also that. Okay. Happy Thanksgiving. Love you guys so much. Goodbye. Bye.